from downtown, this is Tim Kitsar from NBA Jam, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka! This week on Nintendo Main, we're going to talk about the Pokemon Direct, and we got all sorts of new news leading up to E3 as well. Did Dole sponsor my TV? I got the need, the need to return Zombie U. Say like the need to. You're bleed. not going to get much money back. No, you get two dollars. It's not even worth that much. Welcome to Nintendo Main Podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Trey Domo Arigato Gato Robato Johnson. I'm Jeremy F- Savior Mikowski. I'm John 100 XP Knitter. 100. And uh, we're we're bringing you. you... <laughs> and we're here to bring you the Nintendo news from Nintendo fans like yourself on the indie level. We're talking about the real stuff here, guys. We don't get paid off by none of those big companies or anything like that. Nope. We got our ear to the street and our nose to the grindstone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what Jeremy said. Balls to the walls. Oh, that as well. But let's start off our show like we normally do and talk about what we've got and what we've been playing. <laughs> yeah, so I got some stuff this week. I did I did a review. I haven't. I, I, I wrote something for our WordPress site. For Nintendo, I saw that for Nintendo. Main, I read it. That was good. Nintendo Main Blog. WordPress. Com. You use like uh, embedded photos and stuff and everything. It looked really good. I did. Yeah. No. I, I did a review of Crystal Crisis. So anybody who wants to know about that game, you can check it out there. Uh, I like it a lot. Actually, from looking at Street Fighter Puzzle Fighter stuff, it's pretty much the same thing as that, except with more moves. So if you like that game, then definitely check it out. It actually it reminds me a lot of uh, what we've said with like. Uh, Chucklefish. It's like the same sort of thing where they're like, "Hey, we really like this game that Capcom isn't making. Let's make this game that Capcom isn't making." You know, let's make the sequel we want. Yeah, I, I mentioned that in the review, but it's basically very much like, you know, let's go do this thing that other people aren't doing. So, uh, yeah, so I've been I played that a lot for the review. It was a lot of fun. Um, all those actually, those pictures in the review are stuff that I recorded of myself playing it. Did you try online more? Uh, I did. I tried online, and it was actually kind of. It wasn't really there when I when I tried it. I could. I wasn't able to to link up with anybody at the That's time. True. But when it was out, I actually got a bunch of matches. So I don't know. But I mean, also I figured out that you can turn off the 3D mode, so it works better. Like the okay. when you play it, it's kind of like tilted, and right, it was it's like almost isometric. Yeah, and I kind of had 3D. I had a hard time uh, placing the blocks because of that, or seeing like where they're going to go. So, you, but you can go into the options and completely turn it off to where it's flat. It's a lot better like that. I like it better like that. But yeah, no, I played all the modes. There's like an inline mode that's kind of like Puyo Puyo Pop on there, where you don't use the um, the burst crystals to to destroy things. There's a memory mode too, where you can't see any of the colors. Like that's a that's a fun mode to do. I kind of just like I just stack stuff and use the poly crystal in hopes that that would like make combos happen. And I was able to beat the whole game like that. So 
or just go through the arcade mode doing it. But yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I haven't tried. I wasn't able to do any local multiplayer stuff, but we can try that out on Friday when I when I get there. Sure. But it's cool. I gave, I gave it a four out of five. Um, it's worth checking out if you know if you're interested in those tor- type of puzzle games. And there's no other game like that on Switch, so I think it's cool. There's definitely no other puzzle fighter game available as of right now until Capcom decides to re- re-release theirs. But even even if they did, I think this one's a little bit better. The only, the only thing that kind of bothered me is there is a zombie in there that basically dances like Michael Jackson the whole time, and that's kind of a little awkward now <laughs> to see because, uh, I mean, I'm sure they made him like years ago before, you know, before that documentary is it a and all that. Plants but versus zombies? No, it's not a plant. Oh. I don't know. It's just a zombie. I don't think I didn't think Nicholas did Plants vs. Zombies. Did they? That was I mean, another. They didn't do Astro Boy either, did they? They might have. They might have released one of them. I don't know. I know Way Forward did one way back when. I'm just guessing. I really there's, a, yeah. there's totally a zombie that dances like Michael Jackson in that game. Oh, maybe it is that one. So that that was another complaint that I had with the game is that I wish that there was some sort of museum mode, like uh, Smash Brothers, to where I could figure out where these characters, what games they come from, because I don't, I don't know the characters at all. You know, I know like I know like the Cave Story people, and I know like Astro Boy and like Isaac. And that's about it. But I would really like, from like looking at how well designed they are in the game, it'd be really, really cool to see like to have like a museum mode that would actually tell me what game they're from and like whether it's available in the eShop or not. I actually went into the eShop and looked up Nicholas and tried to find what was on there. And I don't think any. I think the only game that's in there is like Binding of Isaac and like Cave Story that has characters in it from the game. You know, I just wanted to know what they were from so I could do more research as to what the characters were and all that. So. Would have been nice if they had that on there. But aside from that, just playing the puzzle game in itself, it's a lot of fun. But yeah, uh, I'm going to try to do more review stuff on there on our WordPress site. It, it was funny. I looked at it, and the last thing that I did was like like two years and like two days ago. It was like, it was like when I wrote that other thing on WordPress. It was like main. It was like it was like May of 2017. So it's been like wow, over, over cool. two years. Well, I mean, we put some serious time into our WordPress articles. <laughs> You do. <laughs> I spent I spent two years on that Crystal Crisis review. So thankfully, so, you got so that read super it. advanced copy of Crystal Crisis. Yeah, yeah, right. So, uh, so yeah, I, I did I did that. You check that out on there. I'm hoping to do one for uh, Gato Roboto too. And you know, if you guys want to do one, feel free. I made it originally for all of us to use. In case you ever want to write anything. But um, so I so I streamed Castlevania Four, Super Castlevania Four, on on the Twitch. On Friday, I beat that game, made it all the way through, finally. And I think I, I from playing them back-to-back, I think that I like Bloodlines better than Super Castlevania 4. Wow. That's, yeah. that's well, almost treasonous. Well, I think, uh, I just think that the, I think the bosses are better. Like, I mean, it would, like I said, it'd be an interesting thing for us to, like, analyze it in the future and try to break it down. Definitely the Dracula fight in, in Bloodlines is better. Like it's, it's a lot because Dracula has like three phases in that one. And there's only two in the, in the super Nintendo one. And there's also like some much more interesting bosses in Bloodlines than the super Nintendo one. I think they're better on that side. Is the Genesis one more bloody? I mean, is it not just because of the title, but because that was the thing back in the day, Genesis allowed more gore and a little bit more riskiness. Is it, yeah, when you do more when, bloody, more, more violent. Yeah, when you kill the characters, they do like bleed a little bit and all that. So it is more like gruesome. So that's that's a plus as well. And having two characters is pretty awesome, you know. 
And and given this, the Genesis one is shorter than the Super Nintendo one, but I think that I think the Super Nintendo one's like maybe a little bit longer than it should be. There's some levels that are kind of so-so, I guess. It doesn't Did have. You a, beat it before? Yeah, I beat it. I, well, I, I beat it on uh, I beat it on Wii when it came out on the uh, Virtual Console way back when. So I I just haven't I haven't beat it lately. So I just was like, I'll I'll play through it again. I've never beat it in one sitting, so this is the first time I did that. It took me about, it's like they're about an hour apart. I think like the Super Nintendo one's like five hours, and the Genesis one's like four hours. But I think the I think the Genesis one is tighter. Like the like what's in there is better, and the like I said, the bosses are really cool. But yeah, no, I, I made it through that, beat beat that all the way. Finally got uh, got to beat Dracula again. You know, Dracula is actually way easier, I think, on the. On the Super Nintendo one, then the Genesis one also, because Dracula turns into like a giant demon bat, like in the in the Genesis one. He's just like Dracula in the Super Nintendo one. He doesn't really turn into any monster or anything. He just like throw. He'll just like do more attacks in the second form. So, so yeah, I did that uh, last week. I talked about uh, I got Wonder Boy in Monster Land, the uh, Sega Ages game, and uh, I was having a lot of fun with that game. It's weird. It's like a, it's basically like an arcade RPG. Like you, uh, you know, you put in a coin, you get a, there's a time, there's a timer on it, but you get a certain amount of uh, lives and uh, you play through and try to collect money. And then there's stores, you know, you can buy, you can buy like armor and like, and weapons and stuff like that. As you go, some weapons you unlock from bosses, but yeah, you're just playing like a Wonder Boy game, except when you die, you put in another coin. And this is, you know, it's a, it did, it's a game that I bought, so I don't have to ever have to put coins in, but it still gets pretty hard if you don't like collect enough money to get the right amar- the right like armor and stuff. Like some of the bosses can get really tough, but it's a lot of fun to play around with. Like I was just like fucking around with it, and I got I think I got pretty far. I got to like the fourth or fifth level before I you know quit for the night, and I haven't returned to it yet. But it's really cool. It was worth getting. It's one of the Sega Ages games that I really like. Like it's it's fun to play. So I'm definitely gonna finish that one at some point. But yeah, it's cool. You have to get it from the Japanese eShop, but it's totally worth it. Like it's, uh, yeah, if you're interested at all in those Monster Boy games or in the Wonder Boy games, I mean, it's definitely worth checking out. And I think this is the that one's p- a little more affordable, right? Uh, it's like nine dollars, eight, nine dollars, forty bucks, like the other Wonder Boy game. No, Monster Boy, you mean? Or Monster Boy, right? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, well, this is a this is a Sega Ages game, so those games are like eight or nine dollars normally, you know, because they're just like re, you know, M two ports. ports, yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, it's cool. I actually got. I got one of the monster, one of the Wonder Boys. I think I got the Sega Genesis one, and I think it's better than that one. I think I think it was I think it was released on Master System and Genesis, like a port of this. So this is like the original one. So if you want to go back to like the very very first Wonder Boy, that's not like Adventure Island. This is the one to play. So, and I've been interested in the background of Wonder Boy since uh, Dragon's Trap. So it's nice to play like the official first Wonder Boy. The non-Adventure Island Wonder Boy, which you can get that too on there. I just I haven't got that. So yeah, I've been playing around with that. Uh, also, this is a game that Jeremy and I both got. I think you beat it. You beat it before me, though. But uh, oh, so long ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was last night. Oh yeah, yeah. I played it last night, but I got just to the very end, and it was six in the morning. I was like, I gotta go to bed. But uh, no, we got Gato Roboto, which is a super charming game about a cat that that ends up getting in a Metroid uh, Samus style suit. <laughs> and and uh, it's a Metroidvania starring a cat that's in a, that's in a robot suit and it's, uh, and it's awesome. And I love it. It is. It's, it's, it's a great price too. Yeah. It's it like, well, it's on sale. It's on sale now for like what, like six ninety nine or something. Mm-hmm. I used my points. So it ended up being $4, I think. 
and you and it it's uh it's about the it's about the length of time in that it's a it took me like four hours to beat, but it was just so much fun to play like for those four hours it was really hard to put down and it's a it's a black and white game, so you can get a you unlock these different palettes in there that kind of remind me of like super game boy so like you can do a and they're all called like like there's a urine palette and there's like a goop palette was the one that I used because it looked like game boy and there's also like, like a, yeah yeah there's a bunch of different ones. And uh, yeah, it's just a story about this cat that uh, accidentally crashes this this spaceship <laughs> into this uh, into into this planet and ends up getting in this uh, mech suit and running around. And you can basically turn back into the cat, and that's basically like you being the ball. So it's so it's kind of yeah. cool. And that's how you can go through all the small stuff. And there's also like you get in a submarine thing at one point, and you get to shoot stuff underwater, and you can swim as the cat as well. Yeah, once it's I saw Yao Droidvania. Yeah, it's definitely a Yao. Once I saw the submarine, I was like, oh, I can't wait for like whatever other mechs there's going to be. But it was really just the main one and the submarine. Mm-hmm. Did you uh, did you start the game again after you beat it, Jeremy? No, I have not. Oh, have I gone back to it? Yeah, just yeah. to see what would happen. Yeah, because there's a little like – I don't know if you can do anything with it. But if you like reboot your uh, – if you like restart your save file, you're like in the ship. And you can just yep. walk around as the cat and – and the mouse talks to you, so I guess the, it's like kind of like a cliffhanger. It kind of reminds me of, uh, well, spoilers, sorry, <laughs> anybody who hasn't. I mean, that shouldn't like ruin the game for you. I hope not to let you know that you can walk around on the ship. There's really end. not a whole lot, lot of storyline going on. In the yeah, game. the the writing's good though. I mean, I, I do think it it's funny for what's in there, but um, it it kind of reminded me of a uh, Katana Zero, where like the ending's kind of like, oh, there could be more happening here, but it's not. So maybe they're waiting for DLC. I don't know. Maybe they'll add something. I should try to look up the. Uh, the guy who made it and see if he'll answer me on Twitter. <laughs> like, uh, like the, I Ringo. did look up whether or not there was more to do in that in sequence. And nobody seems to think there is, even if you have a hundred percent of all items collected. Did you get all the items? On your no. way through? I, uh, yeah, I didn't get, I think I was missing like two pallets or like two to upgrade, whatever the second upgrade was yeah. from that frog guy. Did you, oh, I never even got the first upgrade. Oh, you didn't find the frog? I don't know if I ever went back to him as a thing. Oh, yeah, I went back and got it. I mean, that's just basically you get a faster, stronger, uh, regular weapon. That's basically what you get from him. Like a repeater. That's what it's called. Oh. Like that Fugazi song. <laughs> repeater! It might have yeah. helped on that last boss a little bit. Oh, yeah, no, it's it's great. I like it a lot. But there's another one after that. I don't know what that is. Did you get to that part where it's like... Where you can climb up the walls, but there's just spikes, and it's too and it's too far to jump from one to another. Did you find that part? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. No, because there's there's a part in that final area that I couldn't get to, that probably has a pallet in there, but I couldn't figure out how to do it. Because yeah, you can climb it with a cat, but it's like the the walls are way too far apart, and there's spikes at the end of it, so like you can't. I don't know. It's possible I, I jumped around it. on it, just forgot about it. Yeah, well, because it it actually took me. And I was like about halfway through the game before I figured out that you could hit pause and look at a map because <laughs> I was oh, just wow. I was kind of just fumbling P-A-W-S, around through the game. Yeah, P A W S. Yeah. So and I and I was like, oh shit! And once I saw the map, it shows you all the stuff that you didn't explore. So I went through and like a hundred percent of all the maps, except for that final level. There was like that one area that I couldn't get to. So and I also found like I found like a Easter egg thing. Did you find the Happy Birthday Anna area? Jeremy, oh. there's like a part where it's just a dead end and you hit a switch and it says happy birthday, Anna. And then all these like little this oh. this like a uh, smoke comes out of these pipes and that's all it is. 
I, I couldn't I that. couldn't figure out what it is. Apparently there's another level like that too where they talk about uh Devolver Digital as well. I found it on Reddit. But no, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's Metroidvania. Uh you get different upgrades as you go through. And Pretty linear. And you're a cat. Yeah, it's super linear. It actually reminded me a lot of uh that Zeo Drifter game that I played yeah. way back when. Except it it's I think it's better than Zeo Drifter. Cuz Zeo Drifter had a lot of you like you fought a lot of the same bosses all over again. It so, reminded me a little bit of Fusion. If it was like a, if it had the original Metroid aesthetic, yeah, minus the, but there's not an evil cat chasing you. No, there's <laughs> not. But there should be. There no. is sort of like a dialogue of like, I mean, it very much feels like. Oh yeah, yeah, like the game. Sure, like, it's just one sec, like one section of fusion. Yeah, no, for sure. Like when, uh, like when Samus talks to Adam and stuff like that in the, yeah. In the elevators, or where it says like, "Yeah, where well, you step on a thing," and it, that's kind of how this one goes. There's a lot of like visual storytelling, I guess, in there. Where like you, because you're just a cat, so you don't ever say anything besides meow. But yeah, <laughs> your your owner is talking to you the whole time, and, and he doesn't know if you're. Understanding and he's just kind of like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, "Why am I talking to a cat? I mean, I'm losing a lot of blood, so maybe that's why." Yeah. <laughs> so like, I kind of expected, you know, maybe there to be a thing at the end where he was hallucinating the whole thing, like he was oh. imagining the cat. Running around doing stuff. Oh, I don't want that. I don't want. They to didn't mean, get that yeah. silly with it. Well, that would mean that our time spent in the game was not real. I, I hate those endings where everything's. Isn't that the way that like Final Fantasy X ends? I don't know. That uh, that Titus is a is a made up thing. That's that's what I remember hearing from uh from an Damn. old friend of mine. But then they made a second one, so obviously that wasn't the real. Unless it's like more made up stuff. I don't know. I remember somebody I knew who played through it was like, uh, said that in the end, like none of it happened. It's like only oh. kindness matters. I was like, well, that. I was like, well, that sucks. That's, I always hate that. Well, it's like, oh, well, you wasted our time. Thank you, and probably wasted like six hours, sixty hours worth. On, uh, Did Hideo Kojima write the script for that Final Fantasy? <laughs> Is that what happened in uh, Metal Gear Solid Two? No, it just sounds like some <laughs> convoluted shit he would write. Yeah, yeah. I feel like uh, Metal Gear Solid Two kind of ended like that too, where it's like, oh, in the end, we're all people. In the end, we all have Godzilla inside of us. <laughs> did you guys see the news he was asked what kind of game dust stranding is he said it's a stranding game it's it's a new yeah. genre sounds like something new genre. sounds like something he said do you i mean we'll go off track for a second but do you remember transferring did you guys ever hear about that that was transferring uh, that sounds familiar so, Heater, right so so transferring was basically like a made-up term that's based all it is 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 a transferring your save from the PlayStation 3 to the Vita. But they called it transferring because Kojima's weird. Or maybe it was the PSP. It was one of those. It's like a way to go from like the system to the handout. But they had to make up their own dumb name and call it trans- trans- transferring instead of just calling it transferring. It's a silly thing. So yeah. I right, be- so basically Kojima released <laughs> you know some some statement about what... If the trailer didn't confuse you enough, then he releases some statement that you think would explain stuff, but it just makes it even more indecipherable. Yep. <laughs> it's like, oh, uh, yeah. Sort of his MO. That. So it's not surprising. Yeah. It's like, I'm not confounded by anything, but obviously this is a high budget AAA studio kind of game. So what the fuck is going to happen here? Yeah. I'm really interested. I figured he, he's creating the mystique properly. I figured you'd end up buying that game. <laughs> I figured you'd be a. Uh... I might. You'd be getting some Death Stranding. I might. I bet you play that game, there's absolutely no stranding in it whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It looks... 
I don't even know what it looks like because I haven't even really watched it. But I mean, maybe I'll get it when it's really cheap at some point. But uh, so this was a news thing that happened last week, but I messed around with it. So you can use VR on uh, Smash Brothers now. And uh, it took me a minute to figure out how to do it because you have to do it with the with the Joy Cons attached to the system. You do, which is really stupid. I had the same experience. <laughs> it's really stupid. Like you can't do it, even though you can select it with the uh, class with the Pro Controller. <laughs> you um you can't like you have to you actually they want you to hold it to your face like like I'm like you know let the people who bought who bought head straps like be able to do it better <laughs> but no. But it's a weird thing. Like I, you can you can play if you want. I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, recommend it <laughs> trying to play it because it's pretty hard to do. But what I did is I just like had the computer players fight it out, and I would just put it on levels I wanted to look at, and you could just look around, yeah. and it's kind of cool. Like I, I watched the Majora's Mask level and watched the moon fall, and the guys like come together and push it back into the sky. Yeah, like that was. There cool. was one where like um, I don't even remember what the level is, but you're like out in space, and there's like a nebula that happens at one point, and all these crazy shapes and stuff. And it's like, oh yeah, that's it's kind of fun to like zoom way out from the map and just watch all this shit happening mm-hmm. that's generating in the background. You know that you rarely pay attention to when you're playing the game and then of course it's in 3d and it's mm-hmm. you kind of feel godlike yeah <laughs> it's kind of yeah it's kind of cool in that way and that's probably one of the final destination levels is what i'm thinking because mm-hmm. they do all sorts of weird shit in the background the animal crossing level was pretty cool yeah yeah i did i did the animal crossing one i did like the earthbound one and it's funny because mm-hmm. some of them, you know, like you can almost turn all the way around, but it'll ask you to like not do that. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, but some of them just have like a big black like sheet on the back. Like it just, it just like you can see where it stops and then there's just yeah. black back there and you can turn around and look at it. It's, it's funny. Like I know the Zelda one does that. And it, in the Majora's Mask one, you can actually, I never noticed this, but in one of the caves, like on the left side, there's a little heart in there. There's like, you can uh-huh. actually see a little heart piece in the distance. I thought that was really neat. Like that was a cool detail in there. I do wonder, you know, is this go back far enough in development that it was included? Like the VR mode was something they had on the on the back burner for a while. I don't know. Were, maybe when they were even developing it. So I mean, it looks really good for what it is, and it doesn't necessarily look like it was tacked on. Like so, yeah, I watched like um, the uh, Breath of the Wild level. That one was yeah. really fun. To watch like. As the tower's getting destroyed, and you can see like the whole map underneath, you know, mm-hmm. like, it's pretty incredible the amount of detail in these Smash Brother level backgrounds. Yeah, and like I did the I did the Star Fox one like on the big on the Great Fox, and like you see it like go over Corneria, and you see like this city, and then it's like on the water, and then it keeps moving, and all these different like you know poly- polygonal like places like go go under you, you know, and it's it's really crazy. Yeah, it's, it's interesting like, too, considering the whole conceit of Smash Brothers is that these are toys. Yeah, that you're like playing with, you know, all the master hand and all that stuff. Yeah. There. So like to do it in VR and look down on these little figures what it, or whatever. Yeah, playing, the dioramas that you made or whatever. Kind of in a way reinforces that. Yeah, no. So, it's, you know, I, I haven't tried making a level in Smash yet, but that might be a kind of a nice touch to be able to look at your level in that regard can, from a distance. I'm wondering if you can yeah. though, because. That it is a limited amount of levels that you can use in VR. It doesn't uh, let you. Okay. It doesn't let you do all of them. I, I seriously watched maybe three or four stages, and I did like you, and just set it up with uh, the computer matches. So most of the time, I just spent gawking at the scenery, and you know, it wasn't really watching. Well, how uh, does 
Pikachu counter Kirby in this scenario. Like I wasn't really paying attention to that. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't really watching the fighting either. But I mean, yeah, it's it's cool if you want to look at like the levels in more detail. It's really it's really interesting. Like, and I yeah, I looked at like I did like the Animal Crossing one. I did like the Star Fox one. I did I did the yeah. Skyward Sword one. And it, you know, because it like floats around the island that he's at, and and you can look at all the stuff. And in the background, there's like birds and stuff, and you can see like the clouds and the light beams going down and all that. So there's some cool stuff to look at. Yeah, I did the Animal Crossing one. That'd be fun to do like one on one on a Saturday when KK Slider's there and all that. And uh, I did I did the Dracula Castle one for Castlevania. That one actually doesn't really look that cool in VR. It's kind of dis- disappointed in that one, but. You know, I just yeah, I just kind of just moved around from one to another. I think the Zelda one was the coolest one, probably that I, that I liked, and and the Star Fox one was cool too because you could see all those like islands and stuff. Yeah, it's a weird thing, but it's uh, yeah, it's on there. You can do it. <laughs> you could try to play it and end up scraping your face up, probably, <laughs> if you tried to play it on your face like that. Uh, if you have a rotating office chair, use that, and um, it works pretty well. That's what I did. As long as you don't look directly behind you, because they don't want you to do that. that Yeah, (laughs) they don't want you to do that. It's funny that, like, it is. It reminded me of like when we were talking to Fuchsia about moving the camera on Animal Crossing last week. Mm -hmm. You know, like how some of the houses don't have backs and all that. It's kind of funny, like just to turn around and then it's just like there's no world behind you. But some of them kind of do have a world back there. Like the Animal Crossing one, you know, like the the ocean goes farther back. So I was trying to turn around and look at the ocean, but it was like. Were you able to mess around with that at all, John? The 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 Zelda VR or Smash VR? I mean, I didn't check it out. No, yeah. no I got to jump back in and do my VR again. I really haven't done it in about a month mm. since I got it. I was gonna say if you want to see if you want to see the detailed uh, levels and all that, it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool to look checking out. to look at them in that, and you can move the camera around too. Like if you want to look from if you want to look from the top or the side or whatever, and you can like zoom in and zoom back and all that. And I think it sets it for like two minutes, but you can set it for higher if you want. If you want to look at it for longer. So yeah, I did that. Um, I also uh, just for the hell of it, I boot I booted up the Wii U again and played some Mario Maker again, and that game is still great. In case you guys forgot, Super Mario Maker is still an awesome game. Oh yeah, on the Wii U, and it's yeah, it's still there's still levels. I played it. There's levels that I've never played before. You know, I played through, I played through like the ten Mario Challenge a couple times, and I did like the hundred Mario Challenge also. And I also played it a little bit on 3DS too. Like did some of those uh, the Mario, like the hundred the hundred level challenge or whatever the single player on there. Played around with that some too. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Like I want to do uh, I want to do a stream of it at some point of Mario Maker, just because uh, I considered buying it again today because I was at the store. Um, do they have it? I'll talk about that later. But yeah, they did have it. It was twenty five dollars. But oh, that's totally worth thought, it. Like I don't know. I don't know that I kind of feel like with Mario Maker two coming out in just like what two and a half three weeks. Yeah. Right. To go back and play Mario Maker One would be kind of like going back to the previous version of Photoshop. Like, kind yeah, of. it's kind of the same program, but it's yeah. less. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not. It's not like a. It's not like a, a whole different kind of sequel where you know you get a whole another different type of game. Mm-hmm. It's like Mario Maker Two. My impression is it's going to be Mario Maker One and more. Yeah. So I don't know. I have a feeling. What I've read about it. And I mean, I've read not much stuff. I guess I read Brian Altano's article he wrote about it for IGN, but it was. Um, it sounds like it's there's a bigger difficulty curve in the new one, in Mario which 2. is okay. It's, it sounds like it, yeah. But it does sound like if you play the previous one, you're, it's going to be easier to learn it. So yeah. I would actually say, you know, if you found, you know, I'm saying 25 bucks is kind of 
pricey, but that's a great deal though for Mario. Somehow it fell in your lap for cheaper. No, I'm just saying, like, let's just be realistic about this. You know, Mm. if you don't want to drop twenty five bucks when you're about to spend sixty on a game that's coming out in a few weeks, sure, that makes sense. But it would definitely prepare you for what's to come. And yeah, maybe it's the inferior version in some regards, but I think it's superior with the controls being more intuitive. That's what I'm gathering. Catch for sure. Nice primer. On the um, right, yeah, no, the controls would be better just because on that one you can use the TV and the pad at the same time, which is the main thing. And I, I don't, and they haven't mentioned anything about the cat paws on the new one, but I hope it still has that. Oh right, the random cat paws that like slap the TV. You know, I, I just noticed that when I booted it up today because I just went, I hit, I hit play like on the pad, and the cat paw was like, Psh, and it like slapped it on the TV. I was yeah. like, wow. It's like, I forgot how weird this game was. And also, I played a lot of levels that had Amiibo skins in it. And as far as we know, there's no Amiibo skins in Mario Maker 2, which really makes me sad. I think it's been confirmed. Yeah. So that makes that makes me really sad. Because, like, there's one level where, uh, where like, you hit, you know, you hit the question block and you get hit with an Amiibo skin that turns you into... It's actually not an Amiibo skin. It's just a regular skin. But it turns you into one of, like, the little, the little uh, springs... And it basically puts you into a room with a hundred other springs, and it's like you don't know where the fuck you're going, and it's kind of funny. I don't know. It's, it was I, I thought it was a hilarious level. It's just like so dumb, but I mean, I think it's great. It just like throws you in a thing with a bunch of other springs, and they're all just all bouncing around, and you can't tell which ones you and which ones the hundred other ones. And yeah, I mean, the and costumes that's the level. are badass. Yeah. and I'm <laughs> sad if there's going to be no costumes because yeah, you know, that's how you make thematic levels like Pink Yoshi. The clown wizards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need it, but no. I, yeah, a lot of the levels that I played, like you know, you would like turn into like Bowser or Peach or like Toad or whatever, and I miss like how they would like say stuff, like when you turn into them or like you hit up and they'll do a move or they'll say a thing. You know, like it's really cool. Or maybe like, a little sound, like a little sound bite. Yeah, and that's something that's really going to be missed, especially like the like you remember the Star Fox ones would like you know they would talk like they did on the uh-huh. Super Nintendo and all that. It was. It's fun. It was like so cool, and like I just loved how they referenced everything in there. And yeah, I'll, I'll miss that. But yeah, in case anybody has been wondering, Super Mario Maker One, it's still a shit ton of fun. It's still a really fucking awesome game. And uh, I've been stuck on videos of it lately. Like it's great. Pretty much every day of eating lunch or whatever, it's put on Mario Maker video. Yeah, and I'm really excited for number two. Yeah, no, I mean I've just uh, I'm I'm excited for two too, but I'm like. Like I should play one again, and I was like, and I've been itching to play my 3ds also, which I almost thought, I don't know, for a second I lost, thought I lost my 3ds case today, and I was freaking out because that would be, I would have lost like I don't know, five hundred dollars worth of games or something like that, whatever I have in there, and uh, thankfully I found it, but it was, thankfully. it was a, uh, yeah. Was, Did you ever get your uh, pro controller back? I know that was a while ago. But. Oh yeah, no, I got that back from from Kevin. Yeah, I got that a week after. I figured you did because you never mentioned it again. Yeah, if I didn't have it, I would say that I didn't have it. Actually, another thing that I didn't mention in my review on Crystal Crisis, there's no problem with the controls on that. Like, you hit up to drop blocks, and there's no trouble at all. Like, the cool. Tetris trouble is, doesn't exist in Crystal Crisis. So, I don't know. Maybe they just maybe they knew about it, or maybe they just designed it better. I don't know. But I've never had an unwanted drop, and I've been playing with the Pro Controller the whole time on that game. So, it's weird. I don't know. I mean, they fixed it on Tetris now. Like, I've been playing Tetris with the Pro Controller, and it works fine now. But, I, yeah, I was I was really, I was kind of pleasantly surprised, because I forgot that, I forgot about the dub drop thing on Crystal Crisis. And I'm like, oh, no, it, it works fine. It's not doing it at all in here. That's a cool thing. 
they added in there. But I think uh, I think that's all I've really been playing. I got I got the Famicom for uh, Ringo Ishikawa, so I think I'm gonna take a break from it for now because that's my uh, <laughs> that's my ultimate goal on that was to get the Famicom. <laughs> and you can play it, and it's I don't, it's funny. It's like you know you you play it in the same like view of the game, so it's like a tiny TV in the background, and you're sitting on the ca- on the on the bed playing the game the system. And that's how you play it. It's just like this little tiny square and you have to kind of figure out where you're at. But there's like a, you know, it's, it's a shoot 'em up game and there's bosses and stuff in there and try, and you can get like better weapons, like power ups from uh, killing guys and all that. So it's a lot more complicated than I thought it would be. But, but yeah, no, I mean, that's a game that I had so much fun with that I don't want to like, I don't want to drill through it right now. Now that I got the Famicom, I'll just wait until I want to play it again and then I'll mess around with it and maybe beat it a second time. I know it's not as complicated as the, uh, stardew valley stuff but that was one of those games that i was afraid to play because i would just play it until you know i'd, I'd start playing it and then i'd then it'd be like three hours later and i forgot yeah. what i was doing like that type so. of thing one of those games that just like you don't want to play you don't want to play it because you know that when you play it you're going to play it for way too long than the time that you have and all that you know so that's very true yeah but that's what i've been playing for the week what do you guys got well i'll jump right in then with stardew valley um i'd barely played it this week so I think that I was right when I said that I was pretty much done with it because just like I booted it up and just the thought of doing my morning chores that I've been doing every day for yeah whatever the past couple of months that I've been playing it, like just gave me the sense of dread like in real life when I think about washing dishes at my, in my house, you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't want to do it. What can I do instead that'll like prolong actually going in there and washing the dishes? Like that's kind of how cave. I felt about well, yeah, that's kind of how it felt when I hopped in. So um, I'll probably go back to it, you know. At some point, I'm going to be like, all right, I want to go back in, and I just want to, like, make a bunch of money and just have fun. Because, you know, like any of these games where you become OP, it is satisfying to rake in the riches from that mm-hmm. because you worked hard for it, you know. It's not like I got one little special item that made me super rich or something, so... I'll probably go back to it eventually and just gratify myself by just buying a bunch of crazy expensive stuff and yeah. decking out my farm. But I'm, I'm done with it for now. I don't see myself playing Stardew for a while. Yeah, and um, it's all, it's also good to like not not like burn yourself out, out on it that much. Like wait yeah. till wait till you want to play it again, and then you'll. And I took over it a year off to the it. first time, so yeah. Who knows? Maybe I'll hop back into it in 2022 or something. Maybe when the Switch Two comes around. But I also played Gato Robato, which we already kind of talked about that, so I don't really have much to add other than, um, well, no, I'll talk about it in conjunction with the next thing, which at the beginning I asked, uh, I, my uh, tagline was, is my TV sponsored by Dole, which kind of a cryptic thing to say, I know. Bananas. Um, but I played Super Monkey Ball 1 on my GameCube last night for a while, and I was using my uh, my... HD adapter I have for it, my uh, HDMI adapter, which is that crazy one that some dude made in his garage, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before all these other commercial ones came out, like I bought mine a matter of months before those were available, and spent a similar amount, maybe a little bit less, but it seems like mine's a little wonkier. <laughs> so I, uh, I w- I've played plenty of GameCube on it, and never had a problem. There was one time where I played something, and I thought I had some burden on my TV screen. I remember I was doing a stream with you trey or something and it it happened very briefly and i almost thought i was losing my mind but uh, it happened again so i was playing monkey target in the original monkey ball mm. and uh that game was sponsored by dole yeah yeah 
and uh, the whole monkey target, like the ramp you're on has like a big dual logo on it. And there's all these like meters and everything showing up on the side. Like the, the UI is kind of ridiculous and how like cluttery it looks, but you know, it's a product of its time, 2001. And, uh, and so I just, pl- I played that for a little bit. And then I realized as I was getting ready to exit that that was totally burned into the screen. You could see the Dole logo like right oh, in the middle no. of my TV. <laughs> so I'm like, On the all right, well, you know, this this is something fucking up with the uh, the actual adapter. Hmm. So I'm not going to worry too much about it. I turned off the GameCube and I could still see it on my TV. I'm like, okay, well, the GameCube is off. Hmm. So it's definitely not the adapter. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to turn off my TV completely and it's unplug it. <laughs> it was still there oh what i'm like what the fuck like i didn't understand like this is just like what like i'm just like scratching my head yeah. like, obviously i'm not imagining this i tried i switched my hdmi signal over to the switch and it was like it was a big enough deal that i could see it like on the screen and it bothered me oh, no. you know like so i'm like did my did i just ruin my tv with this like crazy adapter thing i bought and so i was actually really kind of like getting sort of like stressed out about it thinking you know that i ruined my tv so i get online and i look up burn-in on lcds they're like well a lot of people say that there's not burn-in that it doesn't exist on lcds but it does Mm -hmm. and essentially it's that the pixels get stuck i don't know how it works i have no clue how it works but i was like how do you fix this and they're like one of the ideas posted was just to use a paint program or you know an art program or whatever on the computer and just do a plain white screen. Oh, and trying to on. get it to burn that. Right. Yeah. So you're basically trying to reset all the pixels to white. Mm. So I did that and it didn't work. But uh I, I, I did it. I just left the white image on the screen for you know, it didn't work at first, but I left the white image on the screen, turned it off, turned it on a few times, and I was running it as my second monitor through my computer. And uh I noticed that it seemed like and I didn't think I was just imagining it, but it seemed like the uh like the dull pineapple logo was was uh reducing each time a little bit so i'm like okay well i don't know maybe this will just go away so i read a little bit more and they're like one thing you can do is turn off your tv for a minimum of 48 hours have it unplugged that helps the pixels reset i don't know how it works but uh and then they were like another thing is you download a special screensaver that rapidly cycles between all white and all black and that like basically resets all your pixels i'm like all right, well, I don't really want to do any of this crap, so how about I got an idea. I'm going to finish Gato Roboto. Um, and I was almost done with it at this point last night. Like I was like right before the final boss I had saved there. And um, so I'll just play that. It's black and white. I'll, I'll use the black and white palette. And I play the game to completion, and by the end of the game, all the burn-in was gone. Oh, okay. So it's like I wonder, I kind of wonder if just the black and white aesthetic of that game it's what it. like flips flips the pixels yeah. over. So it's possible Gato Roboto fixed my TV. Well, was, cats just make everything better. They do. I was I was afraid that like maybe because there's that stuff on the side of Gato Roboto that never changes. You know, like the yeah. where it says like hit whatever hit R to use. You know, all your different things that you get. I was afraid that that would cause another burn in for you. <laughs> so then you would have that, but nope, it's all completely fixed now. So mm. whatever the hell happened there, I don't know. It's so strange. Does that make you a uh, not want to ever play Super Monkey Ball 1 again on that well, TV? Well, it makes... So I'll <laughs> tell you what. It makes me... I'm not afraid to play it again on this TV necessarily, but it makes me afraid to hook this thing up to any other television. Yeah. 
I mean, that would make me like, which is a bummer because afraid I, to do you know, it. Eventually, yeah. I'm gonna. Eventually, I'm gonna get a bigger, nicer TV. I mean, that's just the way I, the world. Yeah. Eventually, I'm gonna have a nicer TV, and I'm gonna want to hook my GameCube to it, but I'm gonna be scared to. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, I've never actually. I mean, I've dealt with burn-in on like old TVs, but never to the point of like where I tried to change it. Like our my old TV, like at my mom's house when I was growing up. You know, you know how it used to, how some old TVs would have like the digital like channel number like in the corner. Yeah, and I remember we left that on for so long that it would always say channel. It would say like channel zero, whatever, on there, like on the TV all the time. Because by the time we figured out how to take it off, it had already burned into the screen. So like yep. that's kind of what I experienced of that type of thing. And I remember it being a big deal when like HD TVs came around or bigger TVs. They were like, oh, everything's gonna burn in and all that. I know like when we were hanging out with uh, Brian in mm-hmm. Kentucky. They were all like freaked out about that too, about like different stuff burning in. They were like, that everything's like going to burn in no matter what. Yeah. They had a really, really early model of an HDTV. Yeah. Yeah. And they thought every, yeah, I don't know. But I've never really experienced it. But yeah, though, that sounds kind of scary. Like, I'd be freaked out about that too. Be like, oh, you know, God. and I spent like, yeah. I didn't spend that much on this TV. I think I spent about 150 bucks, but that's still, you know, that's a lot of money to think about. Well, is this TV just going to permanently have the dual pineapple logo on it? Like, <laughs> That sounds terrible. Like I'm not going to want to use this for anything. So I'm glad that's not the case. Well, my TV that, gets um, corporate. Is, is that GameCube thing? Is that hard mod on your GameCube, or is that something no, you just take off? It's a thing that you hook through. There's like an extra port on the back that was never really used for anything, and it's only on the first run of the GameCubes that was released. Well, it was basically yeah. an optical out. Yeah, it was for those cables that are expensive now, right? Because you had yeah. to buy them from Nintendo, like the the eight whatever um 40p yeah, it's an optical yeah. out and it's not Progressive on scan. Every model, yeah, yeah but yeah it hooks into that and then it runs out with a mini uh hdmi which is converted to a full-size hdmi and then you plug it into your tv but it's got a mini hdmi plug on it it's a strange thing but i mean it, it's yeah. worked really well and that's the first time i've had that happen so mm. needless to say got to Roboto. did you fix my tv I'm going to say yes because <laughs> it's just fun to say thank you very much. Because that's, because that's a fun game. It's a lot of fun and cats are great. And uh, um, Otherwise, yeah. I beat Shovel Knight and I'm proud of myself. Nice. Because that game's kind of hard at the end. Oh, I yeah, beat yeah. it today and I actually beat it you know, within an hour before we started um, recording. So that's a real recent thing for me. So I beat both Gato Roboto and Shovel Knight in the last two days. It feels... Real nice to beat a couple of games. Yeah, yeah. Are you keep Are you keeping track of all your games that you beat this year, Jeremy? Kind of. I've been I've been keeping notes of them just for the fun of it, just to see how much. It's I definitely have. been a better year for beating games than it has previous years. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Because we could always compare uh, notes at the end. I, I did actually games. play Shovel Knight a little bit on my 3DS because I noticed I was just missing a ton of items, a ton of power ups. Probably I just played so badly and I didn't have enough money to buy everything. One thing I did notice is that I had maxed out my magic. So I think I spent all my money on maxing out my magic on Shovel Knight. So I didn't do that the second playthrough and I ended up beating it quicker. So I don't know. I might actually beat it on the 3DS as well just for fun because I'm right at the end. Oh, nice. And uh, give your 3DS some love too. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. But I did go through and I did buy, like, I did go and grind a little bit and get all the items. So. They're almost at the same point, but I did boot up the other shovel like or you know, there's Plague Knight and um Spectre Knight. Yeah, Spectre Knight. 
And they're both cool so far, but the controls are just different enough that I'm having a hard time like mm. adapting to it because I had just gotten completely like yeah into the shovel knight controls, you know, and gotten to where I was pretty deftly moving around and switching between my power ups and everything appropriately. So it feels weird starting all over again, and I don't know. Maybe I just need to take a little break. Yeah, and go back to them, but yeah, I think it's better if you because I whenever I played Specter Knight, it had been a bit since I played a uh, Shovel Knight, so it's like. And it was different enough that I was like, oh, yeah, this feels like a completely different game. But it's hard to and, – and I think maybe that's because Plague, Plague Knight came out so quickly after Shovel Knight that I didn't really get into yeah. it because I was so used to playing Shovel Knight. I was like, uh, this is weird. But, yeah, otherwise, uh, I tried Smash for a little bit. I think I already talked about that, so mm. no need to really elaborate there. Um, I did uh, download Downwell. That's a game that's – People are always talking about online being this great game, even though it's super cheap and doesn't look like it would be. Yeah. I actually played it for like 15 or 20 minutes a little bit earlier this night, and it, it's pretty fun. I could see like the appeal in it, like why I would play the shit out of it. Maybe if I was with a group of friends and we were just passing it around trying to get the high score. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was- It's kind of like, I think you mentioned, did you mention that, this game last week? Me? Did I? You mentioned you downloaded another cheap game. I couldn't uh, remember who it was down. Ding Dong? Ding Dong XL? Oh, yeah, Ding Dong Ditch, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, this is... Um, that game's dumb. <laughs> but, yeah, I got, I got that Downwell, game. I would actually recommend, and I got it for free. I used my points for it, yeah. so... Ding Dong really didn't... It didn't hook me at all, really. It was Downwell's just kind of like... It's the randomly yeah. generated levels. There's not much to the game other than you're just constantly moving down, and your bullets only fire down. Yeah, it looked fun actually, and it isn't it only like a dollar something. I think it's on sale it's so too. Cheap. Like I said, I got it for free with my yeah. points. So. I think it's like a buck fifty or something. Highly like that. recommended for as far as the budget games go. Mm. It's maybe the best of the budget games I've played. Yeah, it, uh, it, it looks fun for like arcade, for like arcade action type stuff. And the very last game I'm going to talk about, and I haven't played a whole lot of it, and I actually kind of think it might be hot garbage, mm. in spite of like it looks like having it. good reviews <laughs> on. Well, it had good reviews on Steam. Oh, wow. Which I'm learning doesn't always mean everything because sometimes th- people just want to support the devs. Yeah, I think every, I feel like everything got reviewed well on Steam. <laughs> or but the Savior's the, Gang yeah. is essentially almost like a, a, almost like a really highly reduced version of a Pikmin because you have several different people you're controlling at once. They're all one giant mass of people and they're following a cursor you move around. And I was really excited about it because, so, so what happened? So I'll tell you the story. Um, Jesus gets crucified. What? He's heading up to heaven. Spoilers. He's heading up to heaven, and for some <laughs> reason, he can't get up all the way up into the sky. Like there's something's blocking him. So he has to go back down. He reveals himself to people. You know the whole Bible story. And like then he has to like then God's like, I'm super pissed they killed you. I'm just gonna like do the flood thing again. Jesus is like, no, don't do that. But he's not doing the flood. He's gonna like burn everything this time around. Hmm. So. uh Jesus has to like lead everybody through and prevent them from dying. All the people that called for his crucifixion, which are all the like, they don't say they're the Jews, but they're, they're all the, but they the are. Israelites. Are, they're <laughs> those people. But uh, it's kind of funny. It's the whole premise of it's funny because like prayer is handled as though it's through a telephone. So like when the people try to get all, like they want to pray to Jesus, they like you're receiving a call from the people and you can like ignore it if you want or you can answer it and they're just like uh, a lot of a lot of our a lot of people have been dying on this voyage and we're just kind of wondering like 
what we're supposed to do next. And then you don't actually get to choose a response, but it'll always be something convoluted. Like the way of Christ is always mired in mystery, but it's the right way. Or, you know, like Jesus always responds to them that way. So it's kind of annoying because like then he'll be talking to it to God and he'll be like, Hey, I just saw you logged in earlier, but you're not responding to me. Cause he's trying to get a hold of God and be like, Hey, let me into heaven. And then like the whole time, like Satan is texting you. Cause I guess that's your, your brother within this game, but he doesn't like to be called Satan. He just goes by Stan. <laughs> and he's like, Hey, just I can take help a, you out. Just take a collect some souls. But yeah, I thought I was really excited cause I thought the game would be more puzzle based. I thought it was going to be like, you know, you tell different groups of people where to go and what to do and use them together to like solve puzzles. But no, it's just like, it's just a game where you're avoiding hazards and you just have a crowd of people instead of just one character. So, um, so far, not really impressed with it. I paid five bucks for it just because it seems so fucking weird. Mm. And it is like, I got one of the earliest evaluations I got was, uh, literally a fucker savior. That was my evaluation. So weird. I don't know what the original language of this game is. And if that's a translation error, like maybe they meant to put like motherfucking savior or something, but <laughs> it literally just says fucker savior underneath mm. Jesus's face. And he's like, kind of got like a, like he's just kind of cringing a little bit. And that was because I only saved like two people. Like there's only two people at the end of when I started with like 15. Mm. Do I recommend this game? Hell no. But <laughs> if you want to like some tongue in cheek, Jesus humor, and you want to see it on a Nintendo and you just want to be like, why? If you just want to constantly be like, what and why? Then maybe get the game for that reason. What? Why did you but, buy? Why did you buy it? Just because you saw that it had a good review, or did like somebody do a video? I about was intrigued it, or by the concept. I was intrigued by the concept, and because like even though I have bought a couple games this week, I spent so little on the two of them mm. that I was like, I could buy one more game to talk about on the show. I'll buy this weird ass looking game here. Yeah. So it was an impulse buy, and I do kind of regret it, but. By the same token, maybe it was worth it just to be able to be like, hey, I own this game, and you really are Jesus leading people to their death. <laughs> I, I looked at some of the – because I, I saw, like, I was looking at what you were playing, and I saw it on there. And I looked – and it, like, took me to the eShop, and I was looking at some of the pictures of it. And it and it looked like one of the – in the corner, it's like it, – doesn't it have, like, a picture of that – I forget what it was. that There was, like, somebody drew a picture of Jesus like, like on something that was smeared or whatever – do you remember that? There was some like yeah, no, old there was news thing the, where, where the face yeah, looks was, like nothing like Jesus, but it's somebody right. Drew there was a painting and then the woman was trying to re- restore it, and she messed it up completely. Yeah, that that was I saw that in the picture in the eShop of like that picture of Jesus. Oh, I haven't and, seen that yet, but so, I wouldn't doubt it's in there. So maybe you can get to that, I guess, in the game. I was like, what the fuck, man? It's kind of you know, so like, there's a lot of humor in it, but um, like, so whenever one of your the people dies that is following you. It gives like a little epitaph above their name, like, like their body laying there. And it'll be like, you know, a lot of people are actually named Jesus, which is weird. It must just be randomly generated names. But <laughs> it'll be like, fuck all y'all. It'll say stuff like that. Like that's their epitaph. So it's just so, I don't know. It's like, it's almost trying to be like South park level of humor. And sort of a little bit topical and, you know, using the right pop culture language, but it's just slightly off. Seems sort of scattershot. Like, right. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's totally the picture. Can you see it there? <laughs> that's so weird. I don't know why how you can unlock that. but 
But anyway, uh, yeah, that's the stuff I bought. So I actually purchased three games on the eShop this week. Two out of the three. Great. The other one, uh, an abomination, and God's going to hate that person forever for making the game. <laughs> it's, it's so weird. And it came out like this week, too. Like, I'd, 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 I'd try to stay pretty current with all the releases and all that, and I don't even remember seeing it on there until after until after I saw you had it. And I was like, oh, that came out like a couple days ago. Wow. I must have missed that one. I guess it's. it's I may. I may play it some more, and maybe I'll have more to say about it next week. But I don't. Hopefully, no one's waiting to hear more about it from me. Because don't count on that. They're waiting on your review of uh, Savior's Gang on WordPress. Yeah, it's uh, interesting. Uh, one one thing I've, I wanted to say really quickly about Smash Brothers before we move on to John's stories. I, I did play through the game with uh, Joker, and his uh, final Smash is finally fixed. So thank you, Nintendo. Nice. <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't play it for a long time because I got really sick of the game freezing every time I tried to do it. But after after I played around with the VR, I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna go I'm gonna go through classic mode with Joker and see if it's fixed. And uh, yeah, I did it. Did move a couple times, and it was fine. Nothing froze. So. You can finally play as Joker again if anybody's been waiting on that, like I have. You know, now it's safe <laughs> to do it. Well, I got some Wii U updates. I was playing Nintendo Land, and so I've been enjoying that game. By um, by yourself, or do you got do you got buds? Uh, just by myself. There's, there's enough of it on there. You can play single player. So sure. some of it I haven't been able to try, unfortunately. But um, I like the Donkey Kong one where you're like in this weird cart contraption. Yeah, that's cool. To, I remember that one. Yeah, it was like a neat little puzzle experience um you know the metroid one was okay it's like a cutesy little version of metroid yeah and overall i'm just thinking like it's it's a nice uh, more complete package even than i think wii sports was although i think wii sports had some games that would last a little bit longer it's like yeah the same kind of idea was the tech demo of what the the new system is or the old system now rather yeah yeah but they did it really well in a nice polished package. And so yeah, I'm enjoying it, and I'll, I'll mess around with it a little bit more. You, you know that's on Wii U also, right? Wii Sports? Oh, yeah, yeah uh, I saw that. Was it like Wii Sports Club or something, I think is what yeah. they called it? Something right. like that. It was so right, weird. Yeah. It was so weird because you could rent the games like for the day. Yeah. Like Jess and I, we actually rented Wii Golf one time on Wii U because <laughs> I didn't want to pay for the whole thing. So I paid like that one was so weird $2 too would... and rented like Wii Golf. It's so strange. You put the... You put the gamepad on the ground, and it was like yeah. a tee, and then you would like swing at it. And yeah, it was you, so strange. Yeah, you like swing, yeah, you swing over the, the gamepad. I got a demo of it, and it had like a 24-hour timer on it. So I, I tried out everything a little bit. And the only one I could see that had any real difference was the golf one. Yeah, yeah. Because you used the, the pad on the ground. I thought that was actually kind of cool. Hmm. But the other ones that I tried, it seemed like, oh, it's just more Wii Sports. Yeah, I but, mean, it, it all, all. I think all of them used the 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 uh, motion plus on that on that one on the Wii U mm. one so I mean there's that but oh, Wii, that's the difference okay but Wii Sports Resort did that too like all of them use use motion plus so yeah uh, other than that I tried to, uh, tried to do Zombie U but it didn't work and so Uh-oh. it just wouldn't boot up oh weird and so I ended up that plus also not working was the uh, charger for the Wii U gamepad oh, oh no. no so I ended up having to go to the store uh, to the GameStop next to me and and buy a cord but anyway, today I went to uh, the original store, which is a little bit further out where I had bought the stuff, and I returned the charger and Zombie U. And so that's where I got my name from. Yeah. I got the Need for Speed Most Wanted U. Oh, oh yeah, I let you return it. That's awesome. I, I have that yeah. game. <laughs> yeah, that game's fun. Yeah, I have that game. It wasn't. Uh, I, I 
I was upset that it wasn't as like open worldy as Need for Speed Underground Two for GameCube, which mm-hmm. is probably my favorite Need for Speed game. But it's but no, it's cool. It looks really good too. Yeah, and I just I got it because back when the original one came out on PS2, my roommate Otis had it, and I, I remember playing that quite frequently. I think I think like there was a good week where I just played that game like every day. I thought it was it was really fun. Yeah. And so when I saw that there at the store, um, I swapped it out, and it was like five bucks more than the Zombie U one. So I paid another five bucks, and I got mm-hmm. that instead. And I've been enjoying it. So it was uh, like for the afternoon. So it was like ten or what? It was actually. I looked at the price tag. I thought it said twelve, and so when I went up to the counter, I kind of went up like you know because the Zombie U was ten, and then this one was twelve. Cool. I went Straight up to the counter. Up, yeah. and I'm like, can I can I swap this out and just get this one instead? And then he kind of like he, he said, okay, that's fine. You just just pay a few few bucks more, whatever. But he, had, I, I ended up thinking like I thought it was twelve, but it's actually seventeen, and he oh. gave it to me for fifteen. Oh, weird. So I paid five bucks more. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I've been enjoying that game. It's a lot of fun. Uh, what else did I get? Oh yeah, for my nephew for his birthday, I bought him Legend of Zelda: Majora's Mask and a Link to the Past Legendary Edition manga. Oh. So you know, a couple of years ago, I bought him the first one, the Ocarina of Time manga. And he's he really loves it. He still reads it to this day. So like mm-hmm. two years later, he he still he looks at this book. And he's seven, so he's just learning how to read. And when about the first one, my sister was kind of like, "Why'd you buy this book that's backward? I'm t- trying to teach him how to read." Because it's a manga. You're supposed to read it, you know, yeah, right to left, back to front. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of figured, hey, he'll enjoy it, and you know, you, you can you can tell him why why it's backward. He'll, yeah. he'll learn it. He'll figure it out. Um, figure it out yeah but he really liked the first book so i bought him the second one and so we'll see he'll get that uh, how old is he now next like month. five six he's gonna turn seven. Oh wow oh, so, yeah yeah um and then for myself this is actually last week but i forgot to mention it i got some t-shirts from uniqlo you guys have that store out there or no no here we do in okay. chicago I, I don't know i don't know i don't really know what it is but yeah it's like a japanese store japanese designer I actually saw um, a segment on, I think it was CNN or something about Uniqlo and how they were doing well. And they kind of made an apt comparison. I think they're like what the gap used to be in the 90s, but they're doing that now. And it's with a Japanese influence. And so there's a lot of really cool t-shirts there, actually. And I got, uh, they have a whole Nintendo line. And I got these for, I think I got this one for $10. This is like a Plain great T-shirt with a chain chomp coming out of the pocket. You yeah. can see that. Ooh, that's cool. Very minimalistic, but I like it. Yeah, minimalistic. That's kind of what I liked about it. Is that it's just like a simple design, minimalistic. And then this one, I bought this one thinking that it was even more minimalistic. It's just a black T-shirt with a little tag. There's on Mario the side. on it. You can guys yeah. kind of see that with Mario on it. And I thought that was actually kind of cool. It's just a black T-shirt with a little, like a tiny. This is maybe a one-inch Mario tag coming out of the pocket. Cool. Minimalistic. I like it. Bought it, brought it home, went to hang it up, and then I found the giant Mario Brothers logo on the back. Oh, well, there <laughs> I you hadn't go. even yeah. seen. That's it's cool. Like, oh, okay, not so minimalistic anymore. All right. Still, it's all right. I got this one for five bucks. So cheap. Yeah, good deals. Yeah. Super cheap shirts. Yeah, I've heard, I mean, I've just heard people talk about Uniqlo. I've never been there or, like, really know what it is. But I've heard, yeah, if you got one around, yeah. it's worth checking out. They they have like they have a whole Nintendo section, like I said. Yeah, apparently, um, you can you can play Box Boy there. Was uh, Janet was saying that? I Twitter. believe it. Yeah, you can play Box Boy Box Boy stuff at, at Uniqlo in the store. They had a bunch of Street Fighter shirts too. 
which the designs on the Street Fighter shirts were really cool. And I believe they're, I was going to say unique, but I guess, yeah, maybe that's why they call the store unique. Though. They have their own things. <laughs> but, yeah, um, worth checking out if you've you got one of those stores near you. Um, what else? So my name, uh, I was John 100 XP Knitter because I crossed 100 XP in Rocket League. After all this, is that like playing, yep. is that like your level? Like, how does that work? That's my level. So, like, you got your your season rankings, you know, which change up every. I think the season is like three months or something like that. But then your XP is what crosses over from season to season. Hmm. And so, you know, I was trying to think, oh, is that a lot? But then I considered okay, how much time I put into that game, which is around three hundred and ninety hours now. Wow. About how much? Uh, about how much XP do you get, like per game on there? Probably, like per match. It'll go up. Like if you, if you, so there's like a big bar across the screen, mm-hmm. right? And if you win, I would say it goes up like maybe a tenth on average. If you do really well personally in the game, maybe it goes up a little bit more. Oh, okay, but it doesn't say like how much XP. You yeah, get it doesn't like time. give a give you an exact number. Oh, okay, but yep. Yeah. But how many? But do you have a level? Like you level up, right? Yeah, that's my my personal are, are, levels. Are you now. like level a hundred then? Now I'm a hundred and two. Oh wow! Damn. Dang. That's like so, uh, yeah. That's crazy. And then they give you there. they give you like old name tags and like you know word classifications, whatever. And so now I'm now I'm a master. Mm. So I feel pretty good about that. Can you get? You can should. you? Can you be a grandmaster? Can you get? Can you get to that? Is that in there? Only if you're flash. <laughs> I mean, because I know and, there's like Tetris, there's like Tetris Grandmaster stuff, and they're like a chess Grandmaster. Yeah, but I mean that's a different thing. But uh, yeah, no. you should uh, you should uh, you should try to like compete uh, professionally or something with all those all those hours of. Uh, you should go to a LAN party or something. I don't know. I'm sure there's got to be some something in LA somewhere where you can go and play competitive uh, Rocket League. Maybe so. Yeah, you should try. Yeah, I like try competing. Maybe I, could, maybe I could like hold my own in one of those, but then I watch like YouTube videos of professional Rocket League, and in those things, like the ball never touches the ground; it's oh, like yeah. all aerial. Yeah, I'm like, how did you do that? I don't know. They play but, play a lot, I guess. I don't know. I mean, there's like I hear about like Fuchsia going to like Splatoon parties and stuff. Like, I'm sure there's Rocket League parties, you know, where people just get together and play, you know, and stream it sure. or whatever. And the last thing that I have is uh, actually a, a story from the arcade. I thought you guys would get a kick out of it, and the listeners might enjoy it. Um, so I was working at the VR arcade, and you know we have the Switch up on on display. People can come play the Switch. When I'm in there, um, I would put the um, NES classics on, just because I think you know yeah, when yeah. people are there with their kids. You know, it's, they, you know, the kid is is doing the VR games, and the parent maybe. Most times it's sitting sitting back watching on the phone or whatever, looking on their phone, doing something else. And so what I've noticed is that when I leave the NES Classic on there, some parents kind of gravitate to that. And they'll mm-hmm. pay for a ticket and buy that. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, that's actually what happened. His dad was there with his four-year-old kid. The four-year-old was playing one of the VR games. We have like Fruit Ninja or whatever, you know, simple mm-hmm. one that you can do. Sure. And... He's just waving his arms around like crazy, and he's he's getting tired. The kid's been doing this for like half an hour, and kid take well, he gets out of the VR set and sees that his dad is over there playing on the NES Classic, 
And as it was just the reverse, the total opposite of the situation that usually happens, the four-year-old goes up to the dad, dad, come on, let's go. (laughs) The dad was like, and the kid away, no, 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 dad, (laughs) let's go. I thought that was so funny. He was like pulling his dad away from the Nintendo and the dad who by all means was more like a business type guy was like totally hooked on the old school Nintendo and didn't want to go. So I thought that was really, really funny. Were you like, Hey, were you like, Hey, you can, uh, get a switch and some Nintendo switch online and you can play this at home. That'd that. be bad for our business. So. Yeah. Or just say, come <laughs> back next week or like come back in a couple weeks and there'll be actually, no, it's next week, right? And come back next week and there'll be some new games on the, on that True. NES online, which we'll talk about in our second part. But yeah, no, that's, that's funny. That's, I have that at the, that happens at the bar sometimes where like, we're clo- like, like we're like closed and like people are still playing and I'm like, Hey man, uh, you gotta go. Sorry. <laughs> We gotta close. We gotta turn the gotta turn the system off. I normally get let people get like an extra race in if they're if they're like racing in Mario Kart. I let them like finish their race before they before they leave. You know, before I before I turn it off. You know, but sometimes people are like mid GP or whatever, and I'm like, you know, I, I give you one more race, but then you gotta go. I know how that is. But yeah, that's uh, that's what we've been playing for the week, right? That's that. All right, cool. Let's take a break, and then we'll come back and talk about some news and some Pokemon stuff. Cool. Mm-hmm. that 30 second forward button tired of hearing ads on here well if you donate to patreon.com slash nintendo main podcast at the five dollar level you can get rid of the ads you can listen to the new episodes ad free and you can hear all of the secret stuff that we've been doing on there also i'll put the drunk monday episodes on there as well so you just have one rss feed to hear everything that you want to hear from the nintendo main podcast network what are you waiting for go there now Patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast, where you can hear new podcasts the way God intended them to be. With no ads and a higher bit rate, you'll even get to hear the episodes earlier than the free feed. Check it out. It's not growing. What do you mean? Oh, uh, the question mark block. I hit it and the, the bean popped out of the top, but the vine didn't grow out. Oh, I guess it must be a podcoin. Wait, what is podcoin? Well, podcoin is an app where you can make money listening to podcasts. Like, you can listen to podcasts like us, Nintendo Main, or Drunk Monday on there. And uh, many, many other podcasts that you like to listen to. Basically, the way it works is you get points. You get a point per every 10 minutes that you listen to of a podcast, and you can use your points to donate to charity. You can use it to buy Amazon gift cards and other stuff like that on there. And uh, if you want to get an automatic 300 points, you can use the code Nintendo Main, and you'll start with 300. It's Nintendo Main. That is our code. You can check it out right there. You can find it on Android or iOS. Check it out. Wow, I was just trying to get the cloud world.
so where do you want to start on the on the news here? I haven't uh, haven't really looked at what we have on our list. Just, probably should. There's a lot of deals. Let's start with the deals. Okay, let's start. Let's start with the deals. Um, pretty much, uh, I I look through the eShop and a lot of the deals that are on there are pretty much gone. Not like the Devolver Digital oh, stuff. Really? I think we mentioned yeah. last. They all end tomorrow, so or they end before this episode premieres, so they're not worth mentioning. As far as I know, but E3 is coming up, so there will be new. There will be some more discounts online. There's always discounts for Nintendo at E3. They always discount their stuff. They even discounted Splatoon 2 last year, which I was like, I couldn't believe that because like Splatoon's never on, like is <laughs> never on sale. I mean, especially digitally. So yeah, in the next week, uh, look out for that because I'm sure there's going to be some cool shit. So and who and who knows like what's going to happen after the direct and all that. So there might be some stuff available there then too. Yeah, but what? What other than the eShop? What do you guys got for deals? So I did. Uh, I went through almost the whole process, but I I decided not to pull the trigger. But you can get um, Sushi Striker for ten dollars, the physical version of it, through Newegg, and you have to go. I follow the uh, Wario sixty four on Twitter, so he posted something, and within a few minutes, I like clicked the link. It's a coupon code. You have to you have to submit at the end. So like. They're selling it for twenty on clearance or whatever their sale price is right now, and then you enter this code, it gives you fifty percent off in addition. So, um, with shipping, it was like thirteen something, mm-hmm. and I was just like, should I buy it? No, I didn't really like the game that much, so I didn't do it. But just realize this is one of the games that is listed on the voucher. It's kind of funny that it's so cheap, like yeah. especially the physical version, the full like packaged version you can get for that cheap through new eggs. So I still think if any of our listeners are interested, they should, uh, it should, should try because I mean, that's the best price I've ever seen on that game. Hmm. Is there still a demo available for that? I wonder. Yeah. I think so. I mean, I don't, I don't think they'd take it away from the eShop. I mean, yeah. I didn't enjoy it that much. I didn't even, you know, like, I think it was like, it's like $50 normal or something like that. Yeah. Um, it, it's in the, uh, it's in the, the eShop, uh, game voucher or whatever. Which I didn't is, even enjoy I don't know why. it. I don't, even, I don't even think I would get it for 13 personally. You yeah. know, I just didn't like it that much. And I thought there was Same. so much text. Yeah. Like, there was so much text in that game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Too much text, not enough puzzle, whatever. Now, right. will that game eventually be a collectible, maybe a rare game? Who knows? Maybe. I mean, any a lot of those physical... I think we're at the moment where a lot of these physical Switch games are going to be collector's items because... Most people are going digital, you know, and it's like some of the weird ones where it's like, why did you get this physical? I don't know. So thinking back on it, there's possible if I do, I will. I'll let you guys know, but I might buy it just to and leave it sealed. But I don't know. I don't. Why hoard a game that I don't care about? Yeah. I mean, I, it didn't really intrigue me that much. I'd like to play it on 3DS because I think I mean, that's what it was made it, for. We played it. Yeah, we played online. Th- we tried. Yeah, we played the demo. We played like the hour long demo. I mean, I guess you. I don't know. I just didn't. We got really, our didn't we really got care. our content out of it for free. Yeah, I just didn't really care to play more of it, and I'm like, ah, eh, whatever. I can get my sushi stuff in other things. <laughs> I mean, yeah. sushi's all over the place, man. Don't need a Justin Sushi Striker. But yeah, aside from Sushi Striker, what else is in there? The Wizard Blu-ray is available for fifteen fifty-nine at Amazon. I mean, I'm actually, somewhat thinking about that. You want the Wizard on Blu-ray? <laughs> Why not? It's probably got some extra features. I mean, it. if you don't, if you don't have it. You might as well get it. I've got the DVD. I've got the VHS. Mm. Wow. Yeah, I have the DVD, not the VHS. But I don't think I need. I don't. I don't need Blu-ray. 
I have actually the VHS that I rented from the store. That was at the end of my street. When it went out of business, I, it was on sale and they're selling all the tapes and everything. And I bought the actual copy that I saw for the first time. Mm-hmm. That's what I still have. Yeah. Well, yep. uh, so I would get, yeah, I'd get that Blu-ray. Why not? So if anybody hasn't seen the wizard, it's a great movie. It was the best. It's probably the best uh, video game movie before uh, detective Pikachu or uh, Wreck-It Ralph. In my opinion, it's not even really a full video game movie, but if you like, if you want to see a really long super Mario brothers three direct, uh, you can just watch that movie. It's like an hour, hour and a half Super Mario Bros. 3 direct. Somebody actually mentioned that movie, like, at the bar on Sunday. They were playing Mario 3, and he's like, man, I feel like I'm in The Wizard. And I'm like, what? Nobody talks about that movie. It's just weird to see somebody in the in the wild just talk about The Wizard like that. Because <laughs> they were looking for the warp whistles, too. Like, they were totally, they knew exactly what they were doing. So, uh, so there's some more Switch bundles going on at Walmart. I feel like these are, like, every week there's a fucking Switch bundle. There's a, uh, what is it, um... Two ninety nine with a twenty five dollar gift card, carrying case, screen protector. Two ninety nine with Lego Incredibles. Three twenty two fifteen with Starlink and Starlink accessory bundle. Don't do it, kids. Stay away from that Starlink, man. It's a crappy game. <laughs> Even with all the extra stuff, I couldn't make it enjoyable. Don't 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 mess with that shit. Do the one with the gift card. Done. That's a good yeah. deal. Done with that game. Yeah. Um. There's like some games for fifty dollars. They're not really that. I mean, it's like ten dollars off. There's a bunch of them. We don't have to read all of them. I don't think. Just know that there are games for fifty bucks at Walmart. Yeah, go take a look. There's like really, there's like twenty of them. So I, I don't want to go through. Notable them. though is Mortal Kombat 11, which just came out. So that's worth noting. Yeah, yeah. that's that's a cool game. I don't mind. I don't mind paying that extra ten dollars. It was totally worth it for me. But uh, Yoshi's what, Crafted World, which brings it down in the price you pay in the um, with the uh, voucher. Oh sure, yeah. Um, what is it? Uh, Street Fighter 30th Anniversary is twenty. What was that? Forty when it came out. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's totally that has like twelve games on it, so that's totally worth it. I mean, I got it already, but a lot of them are just Street Fighter Two, but still. Uh, no, only three of them are Street Fighter Two. Okay. Six of them are Street Fighter, or three of them are Street Fighter Alpha, and three of them are Street Fighter Three, and one of them is Street Fighter One. So there's a lot of stuff that's not two on there. That it's, makes absolutely okay. no sense to somebody who's just heard of Street Fighter for the first time. <laughs> hey, Street Fighter Three's Street Fighter Street Fighter Three You're Third wrong. There's Strike. There's only three twos. Yeah, <laughs> there is only three twos on there. Street Fighter Three Third Strike is probably the best Street Fighter game there is. So if anybody's hasn't played it, it's on there. It's fucking awesome. It's my personal favorite and best and the best Street Fighter game. So uh, let's talk about. I want to talk about this Dragon Quest Walk thing for a minute. Sure. So. Uh, Jeremy, Jeremy and I, we've talked many a times about how much we hate mobile games. But, um, yeah, I'm going to have to play this one just because I really like Dragon Quest. And I'll probably play it as much as I did Pokemon Go. But, yeah, you guys saw that, right? The, dra- the Dragon Quest it. is doing their um, own Pokemon Go type thing. Has it had a confirmed North American release? Oh, yeah. Is it not coming here? I would think that it will. As far especially... as I knew, it was only announced for Japan so far. Yeah, I, I would expect it to be here, though, just because of... Uh, just because of like the Dragon Quest Eleven and Dragon Quest Builders Two coming for the Switch, I would think that they would have more Dragon Quest stuff. I mean, this you is can launching this year in Japan. You can find a way for. I mean, you can find a way for your phone to think that it's in Japan and get it. So. Maybe, but if it's based off of landmarks and stuff, then that's not going to do you any good. Unless it comes out when I'm in Japan, <laughs> and then I can use it there. There you go. I don't know. I'm. I'm still. I'd like to play it if it comes here. I mean, hopefully it does, but. I I'm just, just trying to think, like, 
as great as it would be, like that just does that's that franchise just doesn't have the uh the mass appeal of Pokemon here, you know. Like Yeah, that's true. true. That's true. But I mean there's still a I don't know. They still just the thought out. of some random people at the bar like playing Dragon Quest seems harder <laughs> to believe than the Pokemon yeah. game, which still happens. I still yeah. see like these. I see a lot of old, older folks, you know, like still 60s, playing seventies. Yeah. Like at Black Dog, will have their Pokemon Go open while they're like eating their barbecue or waiting for it to come to them. Like, I mean, I still see it. People are still playing that game. So yeah, who knows? Like if it generates enough hype, maybe, but. I still think it's a crowded marketplace, even with just the one game, because sure, the people that are still playing it are the ones that have been playing it the whole time. I feel I'm like wondering what's the real difference. Like, you know, if people are playing Pokemon Go still, why would I jump over to Dragon Quest Walk? Well, I mean, it's different. It's, it's the different. exact same thing. I mean, you're not you're not catching monsters in Dragon Quest. Yeah, you're, you're doing. You're more like. Uh, I mean, from what from what it sounded, from what they said, it sounded kind of cool. Uh, become the protagonist and walk around the real world, which ha- which which has become the world of Dragon Quest to move forward on your adventure in an RPG like no Dragon Quest before it. Walk the fields. So you got to walk around in real life and have random encounters. I guess I don't know. Walk the fields and talk to the townspeople while moving forward on your quest. Battle against various monsters. Grow. Prepare your equipment and even challenge formidable enemies. I, I mean, just like <laughs> Minecraft, whatever the Minecraft thing that was. Yeah, they're doing that too. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm 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 interested in all these games just because. Well, now we've seen Ingress first, and then mm-hmm. we saw Pokemon Go. I mean, these games have kind of altered the way mobile games work. Yeah, people like yeah. them. I mean, they I like the Minecraft so. one just because the the Minecraft one interests me just because like the thought of looking around and seeing a giant structure. Where mm-hmm. there wasn't one, just by yeah. pointing my phone up. It seems Lots pretty cool. Lots of big penises, probably. Well, it's probably going to be all the, over. It's probably going to yeah. be the same thing for Dragon Quest, right? Like you're just going to see a monster and then you walk up to it and fight it. I guess. Yeah. I mean, there hasn't been there hasn't been random battles in Dragon Quest for a while. Not since uh, what seven? I don't know. All the new ones that they've released, you can see the characters on the map. So, so they've done away with that. So you would be able to see them before you fight them. But I mean, I'm so I'm so intrigued by the world of Dragon Quest that I really like. I just want to try it. I just want to see it because I like the design of the monsters and I like those worlds. And that was actually why I was trying to find my 3DS case so I could play Dragon Quest VIII again because I was hoping to finish that before Eleven comes out. But no, I'm yeah, I, I love Dragon Quest stuff. I'm super excited about it. And uh, apparently they are too because I heard word that they're starting work on a Dragon Quest Twelve already. Wow! It'll probably be out in 2030 or something. The thirty seem dozen seem to take forever to get here, but. It's been confirmed that uh, Yuji Hori has started on 12, so I'm really interested to see what that is. With the popularity of uh, Dragon Quest and or the popularity of Switch in Japan and all that, it might end up being a Switch exclusive. Who knows? Because, uh, you know, you remember Dragon Quest Nine? That was a DS exclusive because yeah. the DS was so huge. So they seem to kind of go with whatever. And uh, Dragon Quest Eleven was on fucking Wii so and Wii U. so Or not Eleven, Dragon Quest Ten. Was on Wii and Wii U, so which I really wish those would get translated and come over here, but doesn't look like it's going to be the case. But yeah, they're, apparently they're all, they're already starting on it. So, and, but I don't I don't expect that to be done for a long, long, long time. Do you guys want to talk about the Genesis Mini? Yeah, um, I'm. Uh, so they announced all I'm the in. games. Yeah, they announced yeah. all the games, and Gen- and Sega's playing a Nintendo, a Super Nintendo classic thing, and putting a Tetris game on there that hasn't been released. 
That's cool. And they're actually putting a Tetris game too, yeah. which hasn't happened on the. Yeah, no Tetris game for NES or Super Nintendo. I'm in. Like, do you guys know the release date on that yet? Because I'm like, I'll totally buy it's it. Nine nineteen nineteen. I thought that was interesting because last Sega um, console to be released was the Dreamcast, Dreamcast. on nine nine ninety nine. Oh, nice. <laughs> so they're putting the nail in the coffin again for uh, for right. their system. And there's even like a weird ass fucking tower of power that you can get to put on there, but there's no playable games. But it's all cosmetic. Yeah, so you can. So you can put the really cool. If you got your little stupid 32x and plugged it in, you can play like five games or whatever. (laughs) The best of the 32x collection, and then uh, or the Sega CD and yeah, throw some Night Trap on there, like. I I would love that if you just plugged it in on your little mini console and add more games. Yeah, you can put. Yeah, you can put the the. The the CD thing on the bottom and the 32x and a game on top of that, it's hilarious. But I don't think I'm gonna get it. I mean, I mean I the still... price is right at yeah. the price is right at the same as what the uh, SNES Classic was. What for the whole tower? Or just the, uh... yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, you're talking about the whole tower. I'm, I'm talking, talking about the extra stuff, like the the, the, C- the CD going... and all this other shit that doesn't do anything. But no, I'm, I'm... it's only coming in Japan, yeah. by the way. Unfortunately, yeah. I mean, that seems like a Japanese thing. But once again, well, I wonder if the real if there's any real difference and could you import it? Well, I mean, it would fit under. It should fit, and also I'll be there after it's out, so I can just get it from there if I, if I want to. But no, I'm cool. I'm I'm sold on the on the Genesis Mini. I, w- I really want to play it, so I'll end up buying it. I want to check yeah, it out. Yeah, the games list. I mean, there's too many for us to really list here, but 42 games that they seem to have hit every major franchise on the Genesis. They did. They did a good job with this. There's list. some really well. There's some interesting ones to notice, like Monster World Three or Monster World Four. Uh, that was never that was never released here, as far as I know. That was a Japan, Japan only game, so it's cool to I have that really, on there. The I'm really surprised by the the Disney games on yeah. there, the licensed games, the Castle of Illusion and the World of Illusion. How about that? Yeah, but no, but no Aladdin. Yeah, no Aladdin. Okay, that's missing. But uh, you know, you, you got your you got your ones that are on the other Sega collection. But there's you know there's stuff that a game that Trey's been talking up the the virtues of uh, Castlevania Bloodlines. It's on there. Castlevania Bloodlines Fantasy Star Four is also an incredibly excellent game. Uh, Beyond Oasis is another good one that we actually talked about before in one of our obscure game episodes. Uh, oh, one, yeah. one this of is one... definitely priced. Well, and then but, what's the Sega the Sega collection on the Switch? What's that's like forty, right? I think that's. I think that I think has thirty. I think that has okay. more, but this has but this has stuff that isn't on that one. Like, uh, but this is like its own thing too. Like the Monster yeah, World. About that. Some some yeah. of these are on there, but it's not just a copy paste of what was already available. Yeah, but like Earthworm Jim isn't on there. Like Monster, like the yeah, Wonder, Wonder Boy Earthworm Jim isn't on the Sega oh, collection okay. on Switch. Is what I'm saying. I'm talking about stuff that's only on the. Like the Castle of Illusion, all those though aren't those aren't on the Switch one. Um, I like that Road Rash is on there. That's yeah, Road, Road Rash two. Yeah, that's one that I haven't that I'd like to play. None of the Wonder Boys aren't on there. Aren't on the uh, Switch one. You know, so there's a lot of stuff. Eternal Champions, Columns, Dynamite, Heady, Strider. Eternal Champions was one that was missing from the Genesis collection for sure, and yeah, yeah. here it is. So I'm happy. Yeah, no, there's a lot of lot of cool stuff to play in here. And, of course, I'll use it at the bar and see what people think about it. So I think, correct me if I'm wrong or if you guys think otherwise, but doesn't this make it seem even less likely that Nintendo would release something? Because they probably don't want to go neck to neck with this this fall. Oh, I don't don't think they're they're releasing a classic thing anytime soon. 
Like, I really no, I don't really either, like but happening. I think this just makes it even more likely because this actually looks like, I mean, it re- might replace that same like line that I stood in yeah, previous yeah. September's. Yeah. Like I might be standing in line for the second thing this year. For sure. Totally yeah. Hopefully they make enough. <laughs> and they've learned from yeah. Nintendo, and they make enough. Well, they were releasing artificial the... scarcity kind of company. <laughs> if, if they were doing like a Game Boy Classic, I'd, I'm not sure that would be competitive. Like if they were going to do their plan of whatever the the prototype was of putting yeah. it on your phone, yeah, that yeah. could be something the same but different enough. Yeah, I don't know, but I, yeah, no, I'm, I'm totally into that Sega Mini, even though I already have a Sega, but I don't have all those games on there. I mean, I guess I, I have know, some of them. I don't get it, but. It, it's definitely appealing and you know it it appeals to the the collector of me that like the the little shrunk down version of something i love i think that's I think functional at the same it. time but you know i barely played my sega so yeah me either but uh <laughs> but it was but that zero tolerance game was fun when i was playing it which is not and even when i bought the snes classic i i mean i was still playing the snes fairly regularly i still kind of do so there's a difference between the systems in that regard for me personally. Yeah, but those games, the games that are on there are good. And I want to try it out. I want to try it out at the bar and all that. But more uh, more Sega news. Uh, so apparently Grandia 2, the Grandia 2 collection, or Grandia HD collection that we've been talking about, is going to have some stuff at E3. There was, uh, was it um, Nintendo Everything said there'll be new detail, new details, more more news at E3. Uh, our friend of the show, Kate, actually tagged us on this for uh, on on Twitter or on Twitter, and that's how mm-hmm. I found out about it. So, but yeah, no, I've been I've been wondering about that game for a while, and it's uh, apparently we're yeah, gonna that find was in out a direct, stuff. wasn't it? No, uh, that was just we just found that in the news. I think I don't think I've ever actually seen footage of Grandia of the Grandia collection. I just we just found it on Twitter somewhere. So maybe it'll be in the direct that we see the E3 one. But yeah, maybe apparently because so, yeah. where else where else would they like? unveil stuff about it there's not going to be like a old dreamcast thing or something where they talk about old re-release i don't know but apparently yeah, yeah they say as of this time next week we should we'll know, know what stuff. happened in the direct but there's a yeah they they also said like um you know talked about some of the stuff they're changing and all that in between both of them like in which which ones are what's going to be happened for each one and all that like a uh, visual enhancements uh you can change the language from japanese to english blah blah, blah. that's certain stuff and a French and German translation on the first one. I don't know. I've I haven't played any of those, and I remember John gave me Grandia too, and I always wish I would have played it, but now I can in HD. I'm excited. You don't still to, have it, or you lost it, or something? No, I mean you didn't give it to me. You like lent lent me your copy, oh, I so I so I gave it yeah. back to you. My copy, yeah. yeah. No, so I don't have it. Yeah, I enjoyed <laughs> that game, and you know I, I didn't get that far into it as I recall, but it was enough to to reassure me that okay, it's not just like other RPGs, which I we all know don't tend to enjoy. It's yeah. more like um, what Paper Mario um, ultimately. I think yeah, Paper yeah. Mario came out after Grandia Two, but it's, I think it's it's like it's like that style where you're you're doing um, action and timing your action, your butt pr- button presses. Yeah. So you're not just like randomly sele- selecting moves from the menus and all that stuff. Sure. Stuff well, I that think- I don't like. Yeah, I think uh, Mario RPG came out before that, though, and you did that as well. But Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. true. But no, I, I'm always interested in old RPGs. I think I like playing stuff from, like, the golden times of RPGs, which I think is, like, around that time. You know, like uh, PlayStation, PlayStation 2, like GameCube era. Those, It's nice to play the stuff that was, like, that I just didn't get to. You know, that's, like, kind of the area that I haven't been able to experience. So I'll definitely play Grandia 
one and two when they come out. So I'm excited about that. Let's see. Uh, you want to jump to the Nintendo Switch Online news? We sure. got we got some new I games. Did, I did want to mention I heard on um, Axe of the Blood God show we mentioned quite frequently because we both like it a lot. Yeah. Uh, that the glitch was fixed in Final Fantasy VII. I didn't know that. The music glitch. Oh yeah, the music glitch has been fixed. Have you have you played that game lately, no, Jeremy? I haven't gone you haven't back talked to about it. it in a while. How far did you get on that? Like, what was the last thing that you did? Uh, you don't remember. I mean, I was past the I was past the cross dressing part, but okay. I don't think very far past that part. Yeah, I need to. I back in my mind, I always want to go back and play Final Fantasy Nine that I so, have, but I just haven't. Because I really didn't get that far. I think I just, uh, I'm just like in the open world somewhere. I think I just got past that. I'm not seeing anything on the horizon that's jumping out at me, which who knows what's going to happen at E3, but until Mario Maker, so yeah, it might be time to jump on one of those RPGs and try to grind out a little bit in the next couple weeks. Sure, yeah. I still want to beat, uh, I still want to beat Fantasy Star 1. Like that's still like in my, my backlog that I'd want to get through it all the way. Because that game was a lot of fun. And plus, it was I wanted to get through all the games that were on my top ten of last year. Yeah. It's mostly mostly that one. I mean, I don't think I'm going to get through, like, t- like Dead Souls or anything like that. That game's too hard. I do need to be the messenger but, uh, still. But, uh, but like, uh, I wanted to beat... The, the main three I wanted to beat is uh, Fantasy Star, um, Valkyria Chronicles, and, uh, and uh, the Dragon Quest Builders were, like, the three I wanted to get through. Mostly because, well, I wanted to beat Dragon Quest Builders before Dragon Quest Builders 2 comes out. And also wanted That's to beat next month, right? Wanted to beat Valkyria before uh, Fire Emblem. Yeah, they're both next month, so it's kind of need to get on those. But uh, yeah, Final Fantasy VII's been fixed. I'm really interested. I mean, you know, there's going to be some stuff drop next Tuesday when they do the uh, when they do the direct. So there'll be something maybe that we'll get. I mean, last year it was like what Hollow Knight and uh, Fortnite was what dropped during the thing. But who knows? There might be even more stuff. I think it'll be Cadence of Hyrule. All it seems, are... and the fact they yeah. still keep just saying June, but they're not, they haven't had an right. exact date yeah. for it. Even the official Nintendo website just says that now. Yeah, well now, yeah, now it says straight up June. It just says June. I even got an email about it, I think, but I'm like, I don't know. I didn't really play that other one that I got that much. But um, yeah. What we were gonna do? Oh yeah, we were gonna talk about the Nintendo Online stuff. So there's three new NES games that got announced. It's uh, what is it? Um, City Connection. I don't know what City Double... Connection is. It's almost like Pac-Man, but in a weird like perspective. Oh, okay, I thought it was like a weird like elevator action type game for some reason. I don't know why. So yeah, City I don't Con- know. I play I played City Connection years ago on an emulator, but I just remember it being kind of like almost like a side-scrolling, almost Pac-Man kind of game, but like you were on different levels. And you're driving a car. And you're a car. Yeah. Car. yeah, yeah. Uh huh. So, yeah, City Connection, Double Dragon 2, and uh, Volleyball. Volleyball, yep. Oh, so it is official that we're getting Volleyball as well? Yeah, it looks to be the same on both of those. But, you know, of course, there'll be an SP thing stuck in there, I'm sure. But this is happening, E3, this is happening next Wednesday. So Mm. it'll be right in the midst of E3. Do you find that interesting at all? I know know we've tried to predict before that there'd be some added systems on there on the nintendo switch online does that make you feel like that's not going to happen now that doesn't make me feel like it's not going to happen i i i'm i mean maybe i want to save eh, i'll I'll save what i want to say for the predictions but yeah um i think it's still likely to happen yeah i mean i i think they want to continue to save the people that are waiting on those releases every month so 
they had to have three releases this month or two or whatever. So they just, it's not the strongest release month. That's for sure. Double Dragon 2 is really good, though. I mean, that's a really good two-player game. It's cool to be able to play that online. That's I a mean, great it's, game. It's, yep. good. it's a good game, you know? I don't know. With it's weird controls. You have to switch every time you turn around. Well, yep. I mean, you know, that was... The idea of it was that you... That each... That you'll basically hit... What it's supposed to be is, like, where the buttons are placed. So if you hit the button on the right, you'll punch to the right, or you'll kick to the right, depending on the way that you've turned. And that's the, why, the reason that it does that. So if you understand that one button is right and one button is left, then you can figure out how that works. Because that's why it's supposed to be. That's why it changes depending on which way you're. You know what I mean? Once you, once yeah. You, yeah. Once you figure out that, it, it makes sense. Which actually yeah, makes I, it kind of seem cool. Like, like sort of a genius way to do it. It's another one of those control schemes to me that like I have to play it for like a minute or two and then it just kind of clicks back in. And then I'm good with it. Yeah. You just have to. You don't have to think of the button. Don't think of the buttons as punch and kick. Think of them as left and right. We may like, get the like uh, A is right, B is left. So you're, you know. I'm looking at uh, the Wikipedia page for City Connection, and it says when it was released here uh, in the in the U.S. that it was called Cruisin'. So Cruisin'. it might be called Cruisin'. it might be called Cruisin' when we get it. Um, yeah, maybe. I like that the 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 name of the character driving the car is Clarice. <laughs> like like Silence of the Lambs. Uh, hello, Clarice. Yeah, she's driving a Honda City hatchback. Nice, it's a car to drive there. Classic video game vehicle. Something, uh-huh. uh, something I was thinking about. What we could have like transitioned to after the Final Fantasy talk, but there's rumor going on that Square Enix might be releasing that Mana compilation, Secret of Mana. Oh right, the but there was some sort yeah. of like uh, patent filed or something for the name in Europe. Something like that. Right, and it was also found in Japan some months ago. So, yeah, it looks like that's happening. I would love for that to happen. I really want to play Secret of Mana 3. Like, I, that's like, it's one of those, like, you know, it's like Mother 3 level almost of people talking about, like, it being such an incredible game that nobody got to play here, blah, 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 blah. So, I would love to, love to play that game because it was never released here, never translated, blah, 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 you know. And plus, it looks really good. Like, the, what I've seen of, the Japanese one, you know, it, it looks great. It's presented really well. It has like, you know, really good, like upscaled sprites and all that. And I love that shit. So totally into that. There's another rumor that Bandai Namco might be releasing some of its games, uh, physical games with download codes. Like, oh, okay. Like most other physical games have been doing. What do you, what do you mean? <laughs> you mean Where like, you buy uh, the case and it just, you buy the case. In it. Yeah. You also yeah. have a download code. Yeah. I feel so, like there's uh, there was a game that already did that. I don't remember which one it was, but where it was where you got it and there was just nothing in it. And it's, I think we talked about it before, but yeah, no, that seems to be or at least you know they've been giving you like half the games. I know like the say, yeah, like Resident Evil did half, that half yeah. download. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, same with yeah Resident Evil two, like zero and one, whatever. I didn't watch the Beyond Good and Evil two video update, but. Well, that's probably more Nintendo, but it was yeah. on the GameCube. So the original was, but that second one doesn't look anything at all like Beyond Good and Evil. I don't know from what well, I've from what I've seen of it. Absolutely, what the fuck? Yeah, but I, I don't think I don't think Jade's in it. I don't think the main characters in it, or like any. I don't think any of those characters are in there, like the original ones. I don't know. My my uh, excitement level for that game is not there. The last few things I've seen were like five years hyper realistically yeah i don't know i mean it's from what i saw of it it didn't really i think the last thing that i saw that actually had characters in there was that trailer where like the dude like 
swallowed the bug. Mm-hmm. Which was which I thought was funny because the trailer for Crash Bandicoot, the the Crash Team Racing, has that exact same scene in it of Crash swallowing a bug, like while he's like asleep and snoring and like swallowing a bug. I don't know if that's a reference to that way old ass uh, Beyond Good and Evil trailer, but maybe. Uh, I mean, I was gonna say, is there anything else you want to talk about before we get into Pokemon? Because I don't know. Uh, yeah, there's gonna be the Nintendo so you're just Switch fifty nine. Oh, so did you you did turn 59. Did you that's write true. that? Uh, yeah, that's pretty interesting. Happy birthday, Sega. Well, they're about half the age of Nintendo or less than half the age. But they like, Sega could be Nintendo's grandchild still. Aren't they like yeah. a third of the age? Isn't Nintendo 59. like 150 yeah. or something? 1889, so however old that is. Yeah. yeah. What was that, 130? Yep. Oh, right, yeah, because the Nintendo right. World Championship was the 100th anniversary. So Yeah. There's, um, there's going to be a new chapter for Celeste. Jeremy should be excited about that. Chapter I am nine. excited about that. Yeah, and I plan on playing the shit out of it. Isn't there supposed to be like a hundred levels in it or something? It sounded like insane. It's a significant update. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm. Uh, yeah, I think I'll that, probably throw it up on my Twitter slash Twitcher account. What all? You're going to stream it when it when it comes around. Celeste to stream it. Yeah. Yeah. Celeste chapter nine DLC to include include over a hundred levels. I'm saying that when it comes out again, I will give Celeste to try again with. My special controller with with the Wii Classic controller, and see if that will help the, help me out with the game. I don't know if there's going to be new music. Or not. Like, has has uh, Lena said anything about writing new music for it? Or I haven't haven't seen anything yet, but maybe she can. Maybe she's under under embargo. Yeah. I would think that there would be some new music for it if they're adding a hundred levels. You know, that seems pretty. That's kind of that's a huge part of what I'm excited about. I mean that's that if seems yeah that seems crazy for a free DLC for so many levels but hey they probably sold probably sold pretty well on the Switch already is um is Katana Zero is that is that DLC officially fixed now yeah and I gave it a little bit of a try um not very long but but you played it and all your stuff like you, nothing was but if you finish I don't know if it's just if you finish the game but obviously I've beaten it you have too yeah so it let me choose whatever level I wanted to do a time trial on so that was pretty cool oh, okay. so you can just go back to any level you want and try to get a high score on time and then there's a hard mode but i haven't tried that out yet yeah i haven't yeah i haven't returned to it since i beat it i was afraid of that whole uh i gave it the, a D- the dlc try. thing you know yeah. so i was afraid of it so that's happening no, when i when i went to the game it had automatically updated itself so i think to fuck it up you had to have like had to have chosen to update it yeah well, because sometimes it won't. Happen. It was already yeah. like automatically updated. Oh, okay. Because sometimes it won't update if you're just if you haven't played it in a while. You have to like tell it to. Mm-hmm. Like I think I forget there was some update I was waiting for. That it maybe was, no, I think it was a uh, yeah, I think it was uh, Dead Souls that I that I just checked on to see whatever the new thing was. But yeah, and I just updated to to see if because there's some sort of new DLC, but I haven't tried it yet because I'm afraid to play that game because again because it's so freaking hard. I just saw I just saw in the news in the Switch news, but there appears to be another VR game added too in here. There's like a little oh, mini game? dude in a maze mini game that's going on here. That's not the one that you played last week, Jeremy, right? Because it says it was added the fifth, which is no. Today. The one I played was like it was a sushi themed game where you were like on a, on a like a snowboard or a skateboard. You were collecting pieces of fish. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's another one on here that looks like a little dude just running around through a maze. But yeah, this I like how they're still adding stuff to the Labo VR on here. Another one of those in there. 
Uh, no, for, the fact that the Smash support like blew my mind. To be honest, like yeah, that just about came out it. of nowhere. Yeah, it's a, it's a, and it's it's kind of funny that it's at the point where we're just kind of like brushing it off, like oh yeah, man, you know, Smash <laughs> Brothers virtual reality. Yeah, we got that now, <laughs> but it's not that great. No, no, yeah, no, we no, totally no. have it. So, what else are they going to throw in there? I don't know, but the novelty is sort of worn off, even at this point where. Each time it's just like something you want to like peer into for a little bit, but you don't really want to like remain immersed. Yeah, it's it it kind of reminds me of it's like the 3D for the 3DS. You know, you turn it on and you're like, it hey, is. that looks cool, and then you turn it off. <laughs> you know, that's basically which what I, I did try with shovel when I went back to Shovel Knight, and it does look really cool as Shovel Knight, but I did find it easier to play without the mm-hmm. 3D effect. Even though I, I remember when I first got my 3DS, I did really like Mario Kart's 3D. Like, I thought that was really cool. Oh, Mario, Mario Kart 7. Is perfect. Yeah, like, I remember being blown away by that, by, like, the 3D that was Mario what Kart. sold the 3DS to me when I played yeah. your copy of Mario Kart. Yeah, because that did really blow me away. I was that's like, wow, this feels so immersive. That's completely why I bought one. Yeah, yeah. So. 3D Lands 3D was cool, too. Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't really use it that much. I ended up just turning it off. Unless Shovel Knight looks great. Something um, you needed. And I guess the game was programmed in a 3D engine, so it makes sense that it was optimized for the 3ds in that uh-huh. regard but it looks really good i only wish the screen was as giant as my switch screen when uh-huh. playing it. Uh, is there anything like that we absolutely necessarily need to talk to talk about because i want to yeah we should, i don't want to talk get... about the uh nintendo switch road trip tour for anybody who's interested in checking that out what's the nintendo switch road trip tour so they're going to be doing like um Set up some different cities and stuff. We can come check out. Oh yeah, uh, no, I know. Nintendo games. Yeah, no, yeah. they're actually okay. So they got like a big like semi truck thing that expands, and you can uh, come and play Switch games in it. And it's actually starting its tour at Navy Pier here in Chicago. In Chicago. So Jess will have all sorts of headaches about going to that thing because you just have to move around it to get to work. You know, she works at the end of Navy Pier. But yeah, no, that's interesting. Yeah, they're going to tour and show everybody all the games and stuff. So that'll be pretty cool. Earthbound 64, new footage has resurfaced. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, that's, uh, yeah, that's like. Totally random. Yeah. I mean, that's. Did you guys watch that? No, I didn't watch it. But I looked at, I saw some pictures of it. So it was like um, a clip from an old Japanese TV show where they went to uh, Space World 1996. And so it was about, a, I think it's like a three-minute clip. I watched it earlier today. Is that where the original, like, Zelda footage was, too? Like, for what? I think so. Actually become, yeah. The GameCube? Yeah. The GameCube stuff? No, no, no. The uh, the uh, Nintendo 64 Zelda. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he's, like, fighting the skeleton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, uh, I mean, they, they had This stuff. was probably the same space world where they had the uh, Final Fantasy, uh, the Final Fantasy footage. Final too. Fantasy VII? Yeah. Or the, uh-huh. supposedly... Yeah, no, I remember I read so much stuff about this on, uh, on, on, you know, it was in, uh, Nintendo Power did a lot of stuff about it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I was like so excited about it. And I was so, I'm sure I mentioned, but I mentioned this before. I was so incredibly upset when it got canceled. And then I was even more upset when the Mother 3 didn't come out here. But yeah, no, I'm looking, I'm looking at the video right here. And yeah, there's that, there's the footage from, from uh, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time in there with the, with the skeletons and all that mixed into it. It looks pretty cool. Like the, the like the Runaway 5 is in there. For anyone, who's yeah, I watched a, a, after I watched this video, I watched a, a like sort of a like like an explainer video or whatever. Somebody was comparing or talking about going more in, in depth. Somebody who knew more about Earthbound than I do, mm-hmm. and what they said was that um, a lot of what was in this footage actually ended up in 
Mother 3 for Game Boy Advance. Well, yeah, I mean, because Earthbound 64 became Mother 3. Like, that story went to Game Boy Advance, so it makes sense. Right, right, right. Yeah. It was just kind of confirming, though, that, oh, yeah, the stuff from this footage actually did turn up in the Game Boy game. Yeah, yep. I, I believe it. That would be, I mean, that's something we'll never get to see released, that 64 one. But, man, I really, really was I was excited about I it. I imagine the there's no, nothing was ever made beyond that footage yeah it was just you know i mean what it's of concept or whatever it's hard enough to get or get mother three to come out here but it made me kind of think like i know that okay not much was made of earthbound 64 or whatever and there's like a whole lot of other notorious nintendo vapor vaporware that hasn't come out and it would be cool if somehow some way they could do like a compilation package maybe as like i mean i guess what like a special thing for for the Super Nintendo fans that they could send out, mm-hmm. um, where you could just get to see a little bit of everything, even if it's not complete. Like you understand, okay, it's not a complete game, whatever. But here, you've been dreaming about this for twenty years. Try out uh, Mother Three or Earthbound sixty four. Try out um, all these other games and stuff. Something like that would be cool. It would never happen. That but, would, I mean, they would win the internet for a they while. They would win the internet. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how much of it is even like playable that they made. You know, it's probably just like a couple seconds that you saw. Like, I I remember I remember following the story in Nintendo Power and like they were talking about using the disk drive to like be able to take pictures of your face and put your face on Mm -hmm. characters and like the world would be different no matter how you're playing it because you could chop down a tree and it'll stay trapped down in one thing. Like they were like shooting for the moon big time on this game. So it was like on it was pretty much. On the verge of impossible. That's what they were shooting for. This was, I mean, things were different back then where, you know, mm-hmm. you had a proof of concept VHS or whatever, but you didn't have like, I don't know. People were different back then. You didn't have like developers talking about how they were developing the game and mm-hmm. what architecture they're using. Like things are different now where like a lot more people understand the lingo of the industry and it's not just a bunch right. of empty promises. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, we can actually accomplish this because of this and this and this. That's sort of what we hope to hear nowadays. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, uh, I say that we go to the Pokemon stuff. Cause okay, was, can we mention one more ridiculous thing? What, the Tesla? Okay. That's ridiculous, too. Um, but I was talking about X and Microsoft are teaming up for Xbox body wash. I thought that was uh, like an Onion article or something. I so thought it was, too. This is true. Now you can smell like a bad system. Sorry, Xbox. Like now you can smell like a bad system. Yeah, sorry, Xbox owners. I don't know, I know what, it's not intended, what, but I just thought this was so ridiculous, and so did apparently uh, Seamus Blackley, the the uh, creator of the Xbox, because he tweeted about it, and he said, "I seriously and honestly have no comments. I have no idea what a comment would even be on this. I'm frankly thinking of just going and drinking heavily at this point." <laughs> I was gonna say, what did, what are you gonna smell like? Molded plastic or something? Like what is? I don't know. You could, or you could. I don't know. Maybe you could just wear like a. Maybe it makes a noise, like the noise of the power. Of the, I remember of the power being cord like marketed very, the, like you know, very much as like women are gonna come be like super attracted to you if you use Axe body spray. Like I remember that being an early thing, and like it's kind of funny because an Xbox was the opposite. Like a woman sees your Xbox, she's gonna run the other way. Like that would have been like marketing <laughs> of the time. No, seriously, that would have been marketing of the time. Of, yeah, that was still like video games were, you know, the opposite of cool. Mm. Back in the day of body, like when body sprays first showed up on the scene. So 
it's kind of funny that they're combining the two. They're merging the two as though like a woman's going to smell your gamer on you and it's just going to make her go crazy <laughs> for you. Or, you know, whatever potential partner you're looking for. I, I They're probably going to be more gender neutral now with it. But You smell like a... You smell like BO and game fuel. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you smell like you spilled Mountain Dew on your crotch and you're still wearing those pants. Even though it's dry. You, you reek of Fortnite. <laughs> How alluring. You, you smell like a, a finely chopped grass or something. I don't know what Fortnite smells like. <laughs> about the pokemon direct here so uh yeah we got a 15 minute pokemon direct today of pokemon sword and shield super 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 brief like not a whole lot in there i wanted to make a joke earlier there's actually in my mind there were two star trek references in the uh in the direct today i don't know if you guys caught it or not it's probably super overly just headcanon nerd stuff but the what's it the one flying thing the corvamite corvanite the that raven, thing, the, the giant raven. Yeah, it's a. It just reminded me of Star Trek because there's an episode of Star Trek called the Corviknight Maneuver, and this is the Corviknight Maneuver. It's basically a couple of different letters, and it's reminded me of wow. that. I don't know if they're mentioning that. I know it's a stretch. That's a deep cut if it's true. Also, uh, also the flower character that turns into the one with the giant head, basically yeah. reminds me of those characters from Star Trek with the giant brains that you see okay. in the original series. I don't know if that's what they were going for, but that's what I thought of. The one where it has like the seeds, has like the big brain seed thing. But I, I don't know. I don't know about you guys' uh, thoughts on Pokemon. I know you're both. I know John's definitely not in, and Jeremy's kind of on the fence. But I'm, I'm totally no, I'm in. in. I'm I, buying it. I think it looks beautiful. I think I said that before that I would buy it. I love, I love the cheesy anime uh, intro song that's in there. That was really cool. Uh, Dynamax, the new. Now you can make your Pokemon huge, like right. Godzilla, which is funny because like didn't like they reference Godzilla in that last like pokemon event that they had like they mentioned that some of them had worked on the new godzilla movie or whatever and now yeah, there's giant pokemon in this game i don't know but i mean it's it's cool now you can make them huge it's just like they always have a new thing in each version like there was like some sort of super move thing last last time i forget what it's called but the watch thing that he touches whatever now you can make them giant which is pretty cool but I think the cool- I do I do like the aesthetic of the when they're giant and they're like kind of tearing up the ground and like I don't know they're just causing all this chaos. Oh yeah, yeah. It kind of definitely like has the real world reflect the fact that there are these giant things happening. And, and there's other games I've played where like some things are just big sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, it just fits into the I don't know. There's definitely it just seems like the whole world kind of like bends around whatever's happening with these giant Pokemon at the time, whether that be in the Coliseum or out in the the field. Yeah. I was going to say it explains why there's those big stadiums that we saw in the trailer Mm -hmm. before they're there because the Pokemon are going to do the Dynamax thing and get super huge, which is cool. Still no evolutions for the main starters. I think we'll see that later, but I do think that since they did show them fighting a, uh, what's the big Magikarp thing? I always forget Gyarados. Yeah, Gyarados. There was a giant Gyarados 
in the the arena. Yeah, the, you're still seeing you're seeing a lot of the um, you're, you're seeing a lot of original Pokemon on there still, which kind of makes me a little sad because I really wanted to see new original Pokemon for this more than you know the Gen ones again. But well, guess, they showed a couple new ones and their evolutions, but they didn't show. Oh, I get you now. They're not showing evolutions of the the starters. Well, it's they're also still. I'm just saying they're showing a lot of Gen Gen one stuff. I'd kind of wish that they would they would just all be new ones like black and white. But I don't think we're going to see that. I think we're going to see a mixture of a lot of the old stuff in there. I mean, they really I'm only saying. showed us three new Pokemon this time around. Yeah. So we got the starters the first time around. Now we get three other ones. Is that counting? I'm looking at a summary here. I don't know if that counts the legendaries. Is that five new ones or is that three, including the two legendaries? What, that we saw of new ones? Yeah. I think we saw more than that. Well, there's there's Wooloo, which is just uh-huh. another sheep thing. There's a, what's it called? A, the one that says flower on the end or whatever. Okay, so there were five new ones. Yeah, so there's that one. There's the there's Star Trek brain one, Eldegoss, uh-huh. that I talked about. Yeah. So we got what five. about that Pikachu looking one? Was that a new guy? That was not a new one. That was just a Dynamax Raichu. <laughs> I like Dread oh. Dreadnought looked cool, like the uh-huh. like the turtle thing with the Mohawk thing uh-huh. coming out of his head. And there's a yeah, Cor- Corviknight. The Corviknight maneuver, man. <laughs> you can use it to help you uh confuse aliens. I, I do like so I like the Zace. But what the is arenas it? are totally the gyms. Like that's Yeah. Yeah, they said that, which is cool because now you can see like their big structures that you can see while you're walking around. And they they showed the two legendaries, uh, Zementa and Zacian. Uh, They're basically dogs with uh, all sorts of shit on them. You know, I was originally I was all for sword, but I think the I think the shield dog looks cooler just because it has like that big like flaring mane like in the front, you know. uh what what is your vote for which one are you getting, Jeremy? Are you planning on getting sword or shield? Well, hold on, let me see. I was looking something up here. Someone on I saw it on Reddit. Somebody on Reddit was talking about the. Uh, hey, maybe this will be too obscure and it's not available anymore. But here we go. So Zacian and Z- Zamazenta, they were saying that they were like based on Japanese words. And that might reveal what the third thing would be based on, like, inferring what. And oh, I wish I could find are they this based, thing. I was reading. Are they based on, like, kanji? So it's basically za in front of, yeah, kanji where that means something. And then, uh, man, you know what? I, I should have saved that post because I didn't realize it was so important. You know what? I thought that I liked the sword better. You said you liked the shield better? Uh well I mean I was I was just asking you which one you think you want like originally I thought I was going to go for sword but I like the way that the legendaries designed for shield better like the right. way the dog and, and like, like the big the like better. the big flaring I like like the mane or whatever that's going on there. I think it looks cooler but I'll probably end up doing sword I don't know I'm gonna get the opposite one you do so you, okay you get, I'll get the other one well I figured we're both gonna get it and yeah and then we I can trade and all it. that. Which I did that with uh, Pokemon XY back in the day, too, but we ended up not ever doing anything. Did you get Y? Because I got X, yeah. right? No, okay. Well. That's why I bought Y. Well, we can yeah. trade. Well, you can trade online now, though, which is cool. You don't necessarily have to. We don't have to necessarily trade with each other, but we could, you know. But now, now you have the whole, like, global system and all that. Or at least it should be on there. But I definitely am different about this Pokemon game because, you know, we're, we're a Nintendo-focused podcast. But I think we're more focused on whatever the console 
is like above the handheld, you know, we've talked yeah. a lot about 3ds and, you know, as that support has withered down, we've talked less and less about it, but yeah. uh, back in the day, what, you know, since we've been talking, there's been a couple, well, there was just the Pokemon sun and moon and then ultra sun and ultra moon. And let's go. That have come out. Let's right, go. And let's year. go. I haven't yeah. gotten any of those. And I guess those were console, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like I want to be part of the, of the first fully fledged, console release of pokemon oh yeah yeah so i committed to this long ago i'm gonna buy it so i'll get whichever the opposite one is that you get and that's how we'll do it well yeah and and it's it has a release date now it's november 15th which i kept telling everybody it's coming out in november and it's no surprises there oh there you go yeah, yeah and also it's already been added to the um video game voucher list so you can use if you wanted to double that up with mario 2 or mario Maker Two or whatever other game you're getting, they're oh, on there now. What I do? Yeah, there's all there's going to be a bundle with both of them in there too. I guess I don't know how that works. Which ends up buy. being if you buy the bundle, you pay a cent more than you would if you just bought the two by themselves. Oh, okay. Because it's two fifty nine ninety nine or one. What is it? One nineteen ninety nine. Huh. Weird. Yeah. I don't. I, I, don't, I do. I do wonder if that's going to include two cartridges. I, I think it would. It's like a double book thing, right? Is what it looked like, mm-hmm. like from what I saw. And, I'm it, really interested and it's straight from that. Nintendo, so they're not going to do that like downloadable thing on there. They'll they'll put them both in there. But no, I, I really like what I saw. I'm really really interested in the wild area that they have there, where you can meet up with oh, people boy. and do and do uh, raids and stuff, where you can mm-hmm. fight against uh, Dynamax, whatever. But I don't know if you guys noticed, but while they're running through the wild area, it totally sounded like they were playing a, a song from Breath of the Wild. Did you get to catch that? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, if, that I don't know. If, I don't know if that was intentional, but it did that whole like, you know, that high pitch like the yeah from the trailer. Yeah, it totally sounded like just like a song from Breath of the Wild. But no, I'm really excited about that, like the wild area where you can just go around and meet up with people. Like, isn't that kind of what everybody's wanted? Like, in a sort of MMO type Pokemon. So what I was trying to gather from the from basically raids, it did look like only one person got to take this the uh the pokemon at the end so everybody that's on the raid like participates but only one person gets the pokemon does that mean like oh gets the count after the raid it's unlocked in the wild for you and then you can find it elsewise or do you have to get your own team together to support you in your own instance of the raid to get the pokemon yeah i don't know how that works like maybe you have to like that's very mmo kind of thoughts yeah Yeah. i've not played these but but cooperative we can, and competitive thing at the same time. But I, I like the idea of like being able to meet people online and fight giant Pokemon. Like that's cool. And I, I know like a lot of people are really, really wanting to know like what the post game will be. And then maybe there'll be more of that. I guess and we already know do. it's not going to be with friends. So not through, I mean, through Pokemon, it could be. No, maybe. I mean, that was only, uh, how bad Mario Maker 2. the Pokemon? What is the Pokemon home? Is that what it's called? The, the yeah. Things? What if that was like you could literally just trade Pokemon through your mobile app instead of having to do it through the games? I think you can though, kind of to a point, is what it seems like. I mean, basically, what what the what the few the last few Pokemon that I've played, like the good ones, not not Let's Go, not the Let's Go is awful, but it doesn't have the internet. Is what I mean, it doesn't have the internet trading system. But basically, what you do, it's kind of like Craigslist. Like you you put your Pokemon up on the on the global network, you say what you want for it, and you leave it there, and then you go back and check and see if somebody traded you or not. That's how you do it. You're not, like, sitting on there and waiting for somebody to trade. You just leave it up there, and then somebody else will search for it and find yours, 
and you'll get like, I don't remember if you get a notification or not. Like I remember I would just check it, but yeah, it would tell you that it was done and then you go and you have the other Pokemon and it's like really, really easy to do, you know, so you don't even need to, I mean, I guess you could browse stuff on your phone, but you can browse it on through the game. You know, I, I mean, from what I played of it, I really, really liked it. Actually, that was what really won me over to black when I was playing that for the first time. Which is how, which is how well the online, how well you could trade your Pokemon, how easy it was to do. You know, that's what won me back on the on the Pokemon. Now that they had had internet for DS and all that, so I'm excited to see that part of it. They haven't really talked about it much, but I still think that we're going to see some footage at E3, like during a Treehouse, like some some play of it. They I would imagine so. They didn't mention it in the direct, but that was one of my predictions that I said, of course, in our prediction episode, that we were going to see some gameplay of the game at Treehouse, and it makes sense to me, because it's kind of like, like I said before, when uh, Sun and Moon came around, they did the same thing, where they showed a whole lot of uh, play of it, and I think and I think they did the same thing last year with Let's Go, where they showed, showed them playing that as well, so I feel like it'd be really weird for them to not do it this time, because it's such a huge game, but... But yeah, no, I'm I'm super on board. Um, I think the Pokemon Company wanted to, or Game Freak or whatever, they wanted to control their own like narrative, so they just had their own direct. But I think it'll still be there at E3. It just won't be a prominent part of that presentation mm-hmm. directly, right? And I think it's probably just it's such a big thing unto itself. It's a it take away from entirely. Yeah, well, maybe it's even if Pokemon Company decided to just make their own console. Everyone would groan and hate it, but everyone would buy that console. Yeah. Great. <laughs> it would just have Pokemon and Pokemon yeah. spinoffs. Oh, they've done other so stuff. Here, here's a question. They could put that horse racing game on there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Here's a question. Maybe kind of segues into our, our second part, okay? But um, so if they decided to do this whole Pokemon Direct separately, what is it that they're trying not to steal the, the thunder from? at e3 Mm. there must be something as big or almost as big as pokemon that they were like "Eh, we can't have that as part of the direct it's got to be its own thing well i mean also maybe they wanted to just have a pokemon direct i mean they're doing directs now it doesn't really need to be an e3 thing right but the timing of it i still think well it is but i think it's well like i said i think it's they just want to control their own narrative instead of it being part of a larger presentation. You get all Pokemon content in this video that you're watching. Yeah. Instead of, cause they don't want it. Cause I think they want to show a bunch of stuff on the E3 one. And if they had the Pokemon in there, it's going to take up a large amount of the direct, like much like smash right. brothers did last year, you know? And I think they just don't want to do that. Like maybe they just want to make it, maybe they have so much but stuff. But I do. I mean, I like your they line need of more. Part. Yeah. yeah, I like your line of thought, John. That there's some sort of like major IP that they're avoiding, like conflicting with. But you know, that's right. all well and good to have happy thoughts like that. But we should just be happy that we got a Pokemon Direct separate because that, if nothing else, that's just more time to talk about other shit mm-hmm. next week. And it's like a, I feel like they showed us stuff, but they still haven't shown us very much. Like I feel they like it's still just like extra. really, really small things. I do like really the, just kind of showed off the the visuals a lot. Yeah, which just you know made it more appealing than it was. I like the visuals. Oh, oh yeah, and there's oh, I do too. Camera control. We have full on yeah. camera control now with dual sticks. Bikes uh, are back. A lot of people are into that. Yeah, bikes. The bike is there. Um, the I like that your mentor is a female now. I the the um, right. Uh, Magnolia, I think is think is her name. Yeah, Magnolia and her niece, and her uh, granddaughter Sonia. 
And I don't. I I think that some of the like mentors were female in the in the Sun and Moon, but it's nice to see like that. Like the Professor Oak is now like Magnolia, you know, like that type of person, the one who's going to give you your original Pokemon and all that at the beginning of the game. And I think you know some people are like like not liking the graphics and all that. I think the graphics are great. Like I I mean for Pokemon, like it's I think it looks amazing. Some of it actually kind of reminds me of like a Gale of Darkness on GameCube. Kind of has some looking at some of the levels and all that, which isn't a bad thing. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but there was some context know. given to your arrival, just like uh, what was it in the original Pokemon? It was uh, the professor's grandson, right? I don't think you were. I don't think you related to Professor Oak. I think no, you no, just you're not. Him. But your rival was oh Gary or whatever. Yeah, yeah, they Gary might related to Oak somehow. I don't know. They might have been. I didn't. Well, I, in this I, in this game, it says that your hop. rival is the. <laughs> Right, your rival in this game is uh, Hop. Whoever, whoever the champion is, <laughs> Milo. Is, yeah. Or no, not Milo. It's his uh, cousin, Leon. Yeah, yeah. He, it, it, I thought it was funny because I don't know if you guys remember uh, Star Fox sixty four. I always remember that line where he's like, "I am the great Leon." <laughs> when they did, when Leon <laughs> when Leon appears, he always said that. So every time I see Leon, I think that. I don't think of Resident Evil Leon. I think about the fucking lizard Leon from a uh, from Star Fox sixty four. But yeah, Leon's one of the gym leaders that we saw. Milo's the other one. Uh, I like the anyway. Uh, anyway, yeah, your rival's the cousin yeah. of the, the, yeah. the champion, so that like, it makes sense that your rival is someone who's like it's in the family that they should be the next champion. Also, in the family is furry coats. They're both wearing <laughs> fur coats. I thought that was funny. Like that's that's also part of the family, I guess. Like uh, Leon's coat is big, but Hops is like a little bit smaller because he's younger. Mm-hmm. But it's like you all get these huge furry coats as, as part of the family, or whatever. Yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, no, that's a good good analogy to the original one. But no, I'm super excited. I think that's about what we have for that one. You said you wanted to do more prediction stuff, John. I feel like uh, I figured most of the stuff we talked about would be in the news. But if there's anything else you want to lay on there before, I, I mean, mean if we could uh, we could each like have one more prediction. Why not? Okay, yeah, that'd be fun. Well, next it's our last chance. Next week is our E3 episode, so it's our last yeah. chance to talk about E3 stuff. I mean, I've, I've seen some things that seem to be solidifying well, this off the cuff too, yeah. what I think uh, what I think was happening last time. There's rumors about EA doing some stuff with Nintendo, which is uh, seems to be supporting my prediction of Star Wars showing up on Nintendo that I said mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. But as far as a new thing, I don't know. You guys go, and I'll, I'll try to think of something. John seemed to have an idea, so let him Yeah, go. you have an idea, so go for it. I don't really have a solid idea just yet. I mean, I think... I think there's still truth to the rumor of the new Switch models. I don't know if I'm putting that down as my for sure prediction or not, but I think there's still truth to it. I mean, there could be yeah. truth to it, but they said that they weren't showing any sort yeah, of hardware. They specifically hardware. said they wouldn't yeah. show any They specifically hardware. said they wouldn't, okay. That yeah. doesn't mean that's not happening. They said that they aren't showing hardware at E3. They said it's just showing software, so that's what. Which is probably well, goes Switch against hardware. the... Well, Switch hardware, they didn't say no 3DS hardware. Sure. <laughs> or classic hardware or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll go with my old standby GTA 5 coming on the Switch. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't think you said that yet. So. No, you did. He said it last time. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> on our last, well, on our last, last prediction. Well, last year, I thought. But no, he least... said it a couple of weeks ago when we did our predictions. Okay. I think I said it last year. Yeah. I don't I... think you've said it since last year. Well, you said it. Listen to our prediction one. It's on there. Is it? Yeah. I mean, I actually suggested it because you couldn't think of anything else, but, but mm-hmm. it was it was said on there. Okay, I'll say just because it's wishful thinking, 
I think that Nintendo will release. Here's all the improvements to Nintendo Online. Like we've been listening to what you've been saying, and now we're gonna have a dedicated voice chat channel on Nintendo Online that's ever present while you're playing your games. That'd be great. That kind of shit. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I'll that's what I'll say. Like reaching for the stars, improvements in Nintendo Switch Online. Even if it still requires like codes and stuff to physically be like exchanged, like give us that voice chat channel. We had it on the DS. Give it back. Yeah, I think there's some <laughs> um, support for that happening because there's been the rumors of they're going to team up with Microsoft to do the streaming <laughs> service, and you know if they're if they're teaming up with Microsoft, they probably have to think a little bit more like Microsoft. And what are they protecting the us services. from? Like, I just got called fucker saver. It's a fucker savior in a game earlier today. Like, yeah, Nintendo, where are you? I'm they're supposed to be protecting my 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 delicate eyes from seeing those words. Yeah, they're they're definitely not protecting us from shovelware. That's for sure. The Nintendo seal of approval has has gone away. Not not that that really kept us from shovelware in the NES. No, nope, that just kept too. people from using counterfeit cartridges. Yeah, uh, I I mean. I really want, I mean, this was like last week, but I really want Animal Crossing to be shown. That's what I want to happen. I want to see that new Animal Crossing. I think that's happening. But, I mean, as far as like a prediction that I don't think will happen, but I'd really like to happen. There you go. Uh, F-Zero, man. Give me a new F-Zero. I know John said something about racers last week or a few weeks ago. I say my two my two uh, franchises that I want Nintendo to bring back. F Zero and Star Tropics. Give me a Star Tropics three on Switch in three D. That's like Breath of the Wild <laughs> with a yo yo. I want to play that game. That'd be fun. Maybe not as big as Breath of the Wild. I want dungeons. I don't want like no dungeons. I want the dungeons like they were in uh, Star Tropics. But yeah, I want Star Tropics three. Yeah, Star Tropics. I'm, I mean, I'm trying to think of like old franchises that uh, really need a comeback or that have never had a comeback. I mean, like. A while ago, it was Kid Icarus, right? Then Kid Icarus had to come back. And sort of. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> sort of. It was a, sort it of. was such a small one, but yeah, it did, I think did that, that come back. I think part of Kid Icarus, but yeah, Earthbound. Kid Icarus was something that they kept using like assets from and other things. Like, yeah. Like in other games, they would like show off Kid Icarus or they keep re-releasing the game. So like it was still on their canon, but they weren't doing anything new with it. So that's like... Mm-hmm. What do we have that's like that? Like, yeah, I mean, maybe Star Tropics. Star Tropics is too. the one that's like, maybe. I mean, they don't reference they don't reference it in the that stuff. That wasn't an though. international thing, really, though. Yeah, the, I mean, the, was that even released in Japan? It wasn't. But it, I mean, they keep re-releasing it, but they uh-huh. don't reference it in anything. Is is a shame. Like, I wish that Mike was like, you would see him it's walking mesh. around like with all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess. I guess Mike very similar to Ness. I'm mean, gonna say Mike yeah, is kind of Ness. He could he could be another version of Ness because they both use bats and yo-yos and all that. But I mean, yeah, you don't really see that game referenced. But I would love to see a sequel to it. It'd be fun. Make it just as weird. Bananas in your ears and all that. Bring it bring it back. And and a piece of paper you have to get wet. Keep that all in there. <laughs> I guess I'd have to get it physical then. I got another one. Okay, so what we were talking about earlier, Super Nintendo online. I think that's gonna happen. Yeah. That's uh, I think that was something we talked about before, and especially since the NES stuff is happening mid eShop or, or not mid eShop mid E three, maybe they'll say something else about it. I don't know. I think uh, I think we're good on predictions for now, unless you guys have anything else you just really want to say before next, for next week. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that I my 
my guess was that Netflix would come with the Stranger Things game, maybe. Yeah. That was my that was my prediction because that's supposed to happen this month too, right? Yeah, or, that's or really is it weird July? They're doing that that game that we don't have Netflix on the system yet. Is it June or July that they're doing the Stranger Things game? Anyway, it's close. Regardless, it's coming out whenever soon. the season comes out. Yeah, yeah. So maybe they package some Netflix with that too. I guess I don't know. That would make sense. Yeah, I don't watch I don't watch much on my Switch. So, but you know, I, I, I don't a lot even of, have a Netflix account anymore. Yeah, I know a lot of people would like to see that, so you could put that on there. I don't know. And I, I already said, like, we want, like, I, I expect more Xbox stuff in there, probably, more Microsoft stuff. But, yeah, that's what you will hear from us next week. That'll be our big E3 episode, of course. You know, we will be talking about about the Direct and hopefully what other other crazy stuff. And uh, yeah, maybe a little bit Treehouse. about our uh, show in Indianapolis. We might tell you a little bit of how that went. Oh, yeah. By the hey. way, uh, yeah, before I forget, uh, we are doing a live show on the 8th at Indie PopCon, or what is it? Yeah, no, I think it's called Popcon Indie, right? Yeah, it's Popcon. It's a, it's a yeah. it's a show that shows up in various cities. This is the one in Indianapolis. Yeah, it's a podcast convention. Uh, we will be doing. We will be talking on Saturday the eighth at five o'clock Indiana time. So you know, we'll be talking about some obscure games, I'm sure, and have some show and tell and all that. And you can come say hello to us. We will be on the yeah. show floor, hanging out. And- other, there will be other celebrities there, but you should hang out with us instead. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're right after Justin Roiland, so you can just see that and then just run right to us. Hell yeah. Maybe we can get Bowser's voice to be on there. But yeah, no, we'll be there if you're in town. Check it out. And uh, if you like the show and you want to support us, uh, head on over to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast. That's where you can hear episodes of this show and Drunk Monday commercial free and early also. So check that out. You can just hear a feed of all this and, and a higher bit rate as well of all the stuff on there. And uh, you can find us at NintendoMainPodcast.com. I've uh, I re-added the WordPress on there so you can come uh, read read the reviews and all that. I'm hoping to have put up more up there. You know, I'd like to do like one a week or one every other week. So I'll try to keep doing that. But you can check that out. Um, you can find us on YouTube, youtube.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast. You can find us at twitch.tv slash Nintendo Main Podcast. I won't be streaming this Friday because I'll be at Jeremy's, unless we stream something there. Who knows? But yeah, we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. I'm Jeremy Mikowski. John Nitter. And uh, yeah, you know, um, we'll see you next week and we will talk about all sorts of crazy E3 shit. And email us at Nintendo Main Podcast at Gmail. We are still what looking. What about the Smash Brothers? Yeah, thing? I was going to say, we are still looking oh, yeah. for people. We've we've gotten some responses to Smash Brothers, but I'm gonna give it two more weeks, and I'm gonna we're gonna give it away the episode after E3. So I'll give you two more weeks to send an email to us at Nintendo Main Podcast at gmail dot com, or you can Twitter us at Nintendo underscore Domain or at JMaxTech, and let us know why you deserve the free Smash Brothers that we have with all of the characters included. The fighters. Why don't you that. have Smash yet? And why don't we you want to hear Smash? your story? Yeah, tell us your story. I've got we've gotten some responses, but uh, yeah, in a couple weeks we will give that away officially. So let us know about that. Anyway, we'll see you next week. See ya.